Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, prepare your hot, horny ear holes, because we're back. Oh, yes. I am Mike Busey, and as always, I am joined by my wonderful heterosexual life partner and co-host and friend to the end, my my Ava Brown. If I was Adolf and a- and he was Ava and we were in the bunker together with that cyanide waiting for those goddamn Russians to kick in the door, but we all know Hitler escaped and he lived in Argentina and probably got his dick sucked till he died. Miguel Colon Jr., Best intro I've ever had. It's not as good as Chicago Bulls intro, but it's a close second. Best intro. I, li- I like it. It's just like, how, how are we going to really pull the hearts and minds of people? What about Hitler's girlfriend? Ooh. I think they were Hitler. married. I don't know. I didn't, I didn't no, see No, Hitler was never married. Hitler what? was never married. Oh, Ava man. Braun was like, and then I, I, I don't even know like if they were fucking. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, they didn't look like they were fucking. No, like, I, I think, I think Ava, for, Ava and Hitler were like besties in some weird fucking, you know, but sort I, of You scenario. know what? I'll tell you who is fucking. Anybody who was ready for a drunk people in costumes number 23, baby. 23, not to be coincidentally with the same number as the GOAT, Michael Jordan Jr. No big deal. Michael Jordan Jr.? Well, his his I was thinking of his kids because oh no, I, Michael I, 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 Jordan, one of Michael Jordan's sons, uh, Jeffrey, commented on one of my Instagram posts. It got me kind of excited, and he put he put the emoji the goat. I was like, how ironic is the son of the goat is leaving me a goat emoji? What do you call on the my son, Instagram? Son of the goat. The son S-O- of the goat. S-O-G. S-O-G. son. Son of the goat. Yeah, we're fucking back. I'm so hot and fucking horny. We've been outside filming all day in these motherfucking streets on the Secret Snap. If you are not a member of MyBC.com, what the fuck are you doing? Go to a mirror and look yourself deep in your soul and say, where did I fuck up in life? Because we got Jeff here. Jeff, today, coincidentally, today is his seventh anniversary, seven years as a a loyal, faithful member of MyBC.com. He's got his dick several times, and I got the footage to prove it. I even posted some throwback footage of Columbia. Did you see it, Jeff? Oh, oh is this news to you? Your dick's on the secret snap right now, and it's not looking too good. But, hey, neither is mine. But we're in Columbia. We showed some little throwback stuff. Me and Miguel have been running around fucking live on the fucking secret snap. And uh, we, we were fucking hanging out with prostitutes. We were hanging out in former, former, Let me clarify. Well, listen, 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 Yana. Your I thought Honor. this was gonna be the way. I thought you were gonna talk about this, and I'm like, hold on, hold on. Let me explain. Let, let, me, let explain. me explain. We took a road trip to go get your iPhone worked on, and we ended up in 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 the Florida mall where we both twenty fucking some years ago worked, and uh, we went on a trip to the Charlotte Florida Ruse, mall. Charlotte Ruse, Air Pistol. And uh, that the Florida Mall is in a place called Orange Blossom Trail, which is prosty. OBT. OBT has been prosty deep for 20-some years, and maybe even more. Uh, and as we were leaving, <laughs> we saw these two girls walking, and we were in the, we were in the Lincoln, and, and Mike started filming them. He's like, oh, shit, look at them girls walking the street. And then they were like, we know you. You that guy with that big house. And then we went, you know, like Jesus kicked it with prosties. Yeah, he sure did. So Don't we, judge me. So we were like, let's kick it with some prosties. We hung out. To, hey, to be honest, here's the, here's the new guy, too. We're in a major street. Orange Blossom Trail is, is U.S. Highway 441, basically. Travels all through the country. It's like the artery yeah. of, of Central Florida. And we're pulled over in the Lincoln. And then Mike goes, pull over to the side. 
And this is, we're deep, this intersection, there's a mall, there's everything, there's traffic, and we're pulled to the side, and these two girls are just talking to us inside of the car, and the whole time, I'm just living through the fucking my life through the rear view, watching every, because I know the minute some police roll up, they're not going to oh. believe the story of, oh, oh sure man, not. these two prostitutes know us from the internet, Like this telling is, them. Let me paint the picture for the kids at home. We came from back from Dallas a couple months ago, and we just happened to stop at this Wawa right when we got off 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 a uh, uh, 528. And I remember seeing all these prostitutes, and we we're like, "Well, look at all these fucking prostitutes are everywhere, like fucking cockroaches flying." And we met some prostitutes in the Wawa. They were definitely damn near butt ass naked, damn and near we were butt like, ass naked. "And are beautiful strippers yet?" And they were sexy as fuck. Oh, oh, some old red bones. Yeah. Mm. Mm. And I was like, "Damn, what the fuck are these? These cannot be hookers. Are these hookers?" Because I was looking, I'm like, "I would, I would fucking fuck up and get into a relationship with one of these bitches. They look good." Like I was like, "What the fuck?" And they were dressed. Do you have nines. to ask? Do you have to have to ask her pip's hand in marriage? Is that respectable? Oh, of course, of course. <laughs> You'd be like, "Hey, Dante, I just wanted to let you know that me and Silk, we've been going through a lot, and if it, if if." If it is your blessing and your bottom bitch Sapphire's blessing, I would like to make her a respectable hoe. And he's like, boy, I've been waiting years for you to come ask me that. Take her off the hoe street. She's all yours, boy. Imagine the wedding because you know. like, Make a pimp cry. You know straight up at that wedding. Are you you friends of the bride or friends of the groom? And it's like your mom, your family. And then it's like 75. It's all gator shoes and fucking stripper outfits. That's what my closet looks like. An Amazon pimp died in that Yeah, it's all gator shoes and stripper outfits. And then it's the prostitute's family on the other side. You know? (laughs) Who are you kidding? We know they don't have real family. Come on. Yeah, but I mean, there's. There's the dude who kidnapped her. Uh, <laughs> so we went to this place, the Florida Mall, and it is like it is it was it used to be like the epicenter of like the place to go. It was it was like it was it was the place you get that new outfit, that new toy, Christmas shopping, whatever be the case. For many many years, for me and Miguel and and many others that grew up in Central Florida. And as we all know, the retail world has definitely had its ups and down. And we we had we hadn't I haven't been there in fucking years. We normally go to this this newer mall called the Mall Millennia. It's like Tiger Woods area and all mall that Millennia shit. Mall Millennia is whack, though. Well, you know. It's whack. There's nothing that the Mall of Millennia. Mall of Millennia is full of stores you don't actually buy shit from. You just walk around and you're like, look at that one. That's That's got fancy shit. Yeah, like, it's, it's all malls that I walk, like stores I walk into, and they just stare at me yeah, like I'm Florida about to steal something. Florida still got the dude airbrushing jeans. Yeah. And he's like, you want Papa Smurf on them fucking jeans? I got you, dog. So me and Miguel, you know, we cruise around the food court catching some free uh, samples. You know, take them. I felt like I was in high school again. It felt then, great. You ever notice this, man? And, and, and I mean, this 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 is my racist uh, moment of the day. It's only the Asian people usually giving you free shit. Mm. This time there was there was the Spanish people too. But have you ever seen like Charlie Stakery handing out fucking half sandwiches and shit? He's got a it's point. It's always six different kinds of fucking like it's Panda Express and all the other shit handing you out the samples. It's weird because uh, we talked about this live on the Snapchat as we were walking around cruising, getting free samples. When you're even when you're younger and into present day, now we're grown ass men. This this sense of guilt that overcomes you as you make eye contact with the free sample lady, and you're just like you gotta literally almost bullshit and pretend you're interested in ordering from her store because that's why she's out there. She's fucking trying to promote whatever the fuck they're selling. So you're like, oh. 
Mm. And you know damn good and well you're going to fucking Taco Bell or uh, what's the pizza place? Sabora or whatever. Sabaros, yeah. Sabaros. So you know damn good and well you're not going to Tung Wong Tong's fucking soup. But you're like, all right, well, I'll, I'll try some of that orange chicken flavor. What's up? See, I'm and, the whole opposite. I'm never going to go to Taco Bell in the food court because that's everywhere. Well, I definitely lived off Taco Bell when I worked at the Florida Mall. And I... Still to this day, today as we're walking around, you know, we're making some content. We're we're we're, we're delivering the giggles and the laughs, and I'm just like, damn, I still have the same feeling as a young boy walking around, knowing damn good and well, I'm not gonna buy anything. Mm-hmm. Has anyone ever been like, take a free sample, like, oh my god, I, I probably should eat here. Yeah, has like, that ever changed your mind? You're like, nah, man, I'm not. Well, you know what? This fucking sugar-coated orange chicken just made me realize that's exactly what I wanted. You know there's some angry-ass Chinese guy back there chopping up on a chopping board with his big-ass knife. Ah, you hurry up. Give up more sample. More sample. Oh, not too big. Not too big. Slowly give it to him. Slowly. Don't let these fat Americans take advantage of this. And you know, you know, people like me and Miguel, we're like, oh, shit, we got to eat. We're just we're over here. Miguel's talking about going into a store and buying a new outfit. Yeah, come back. Coming up with a fucking wig on and a must. Hello, yes, I should have dig this. No, it was not me earlier. You know the sample person is probably the one. Like if anything went down in a food court, like if somebody got killed or a kid got kidnapped, the sample person saw it because they're out there hawking and staring at everybody. And that's when they that's when they super pretend they don't speak English and know what's going on. Oh, I've I've seen some of them literally give it to you with an attitude and not even look me in the face like, yeah, whatever. Like they know they can't refuse you, yeah. but they know damn good and well you're not going to buy it, so they're already angry inside. Like, here you go, motherfucker. And I feel like the more the the more like americanized anyone is, the more ruder they are at giving you samples. Because, like, if you see somebody, at the, like, my idea is the less English somebody speaks, the happier they are to just give you a free sample. Well, welcome. You made it to America, too. Here you go. Like, Get out of here, motherfucker. I don't give a fuck. This is, I'm inside of the air condition. Take some chicken. These are no goddamn white privileged chickens. You can't have none of this. Carry on now. Yeah, because you ever notice, too, the less English somebody speaks, the bigger they smile at you when, they, when you're talking. They're like, ah. That's what I do. I'd be like, hey, uh, como esta? Je me pepe I'll smile and shit. Like, like it, and it's always the same. It's the Asian stuff and a little bit of the Spanish stuff. It's never like. That's what I said. White, pe- white people food is never free sample because white people food is, is, is on a bun. I feel like it's just on a bun. Like, even the pizza, like they could have been little, like itty bitty little pepperonis the out there. Everyone here's knows the what the fuck pizza that's tastes what, like. Well, that's why they ain't gonna give you no fucking white people food or, or like pizza or some shit like that because they're like everybody knows, but they're like this motherfucker may have never had teriyaki before. Let me let me school him to the wonders of this shit. This uncultured swine, get know, over here. They know damn well you know what a fucking bland Brussels sprout tastes like, you know. So after we fucking obviously gorged ourselves and fucking feasted like kings at the fucking flu- they food gave court. us the smoothie was really good. Oh yeah, though. she wasn't uh she wasn't too big on being a camera, but I'm like sometimes I just got to get in the mode of like it's I'm being weird, heartless though walking around filming at a mall. Yeah, because I feel like like. There's kids running around. I feel like a six-year-old kid making a TikTok the whole time. Like, yeah. I feel like I'm about to break into a, like a, a flash dance and shit. Like, eh, 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 eh. I was just weirded out when we were in Charlotte Roost and you were filming. There was a weirdness to me because, like, people we're the only two guys there that yes. didn't have like a daughter. Only and people two dudes. are just looking at us. And me like, and Miguel damn near started holding hands. We're yeah. like, hey, we gotta tell these motherfuckers we're gay. That was our whole goal. We were like, if we hold hands, nobody can say shit to us because we're just two gay dudes in Charlotte Roost looking for something to wear to fuck later. We were definitely looking suspect everywhere we went. Dude, when you're walking around Charlotte Roos, though, Mike, because you got into it. Because so Charlotte got- Roos is a all women's clothing store. 
it has uh, an an entrance that cuts through the mall. It's like the it's the most unique mall store in the Florida mall. You can cut through a major part. You save yourself a damn near a mile walking through. So people. You know, they kind of pass through, like, you know, dang, well, they can buy. And it's that was that us middle today. Walkway. Yeah, but, but I was the only person who ever worked there that that wasn't taking dicks in the ass back in the day. And I was fucking just slaying. I was literally talking to moms, daughters, fucking grandmas. I, was, I didn't even have a cell phone number. I didn't, even have, I didn't even have a cell phone. I was literally writing down their uh, fucking phone number with a pen on the little uh, the fucking dressing room card. Like, how many garments do you have? And I'd go home and I had it's, it's this this damn fucking phone right here. This fucking basketball phone that I, I, I ordered off Sports Illustrated. And they put like whatever team you wanted in the little fucking circle thing. Well, I used to like fucking go home and be like, hey, what's up? This is Mike. I met you today at Charlotte Roos. And I would tell these I would tell these hoes, I was like, hey, you know I got that 40% off player. And they were like, oh, hey, what's up? And I was obviously way more attracted back then. I was like slim looking. I was wearing like cool ass. I had a fucking crazy blonde fro. And shit. You were was, wearing girls clothes back then though, right? Uh, I, I was more like <laughs> thrift wait, store wait, wait. finds from like the 70s and ah, shit, like silky <laughs> shit. I was, I was on some Jimi Hendrix shit. I was looking, I was looking, I was definitely looking smooth. I was, I got pictures. So I would be working there and sometimes I'd be in the dressing room and a, a woman would come in with her daughter and she's like, oh, oh, sorry. Well, where's the, where's the woman's uh, dressing room? And like, oh, we only sell women's clothes, Do you think there's lady. a men's dressing room in Charlotte Roos? Yeah, all the, all the other lazy women who worked there, they would pawn it off on me. And the one thing that was good about working the dressing room is you didn't have to do the go backs. And I could never for the fucking. What's a go back? Anytime someone tries something on and they they don't buy it, which is fucking eighty ninety thousand percent of everything they fucking bring back there, <laughs> bitches be bringing like thirty garments back you there to try on one thing. You unsophisticated motherfuckers couldn't call it returns. Yeah, that's what <laughs> you had to call that it. Too. We, go back, Miguel. It was some retail slang. Some retail. It's slang. literally re- to like well, these are the return. Now these are the go backs. They go back on the jail. Hey, you, you, you know the pressure of when? Well, you probably don't know the pressure because you could spell, but uh, <laughs> when you had to stand up and they do the spelling bee. And shit. Well, every time I left that dressing room with the garments, I'd be like, I would look, and I, I kind of could tell it was the store was divided on the left and the right. And I, as I walked in there, I was having like flashbacks. I was like, damn. And I was kind of like, oh, I hope they're not. Hope they don't think we're being creepy and shit. Because I'm like filming myself like talking like next to a today. Fucking, yeah, I was yeah, like, yo, look today, at the shoes. They moved the t- shoe rack over today here. Today was hard for me because. Like you were you're in the zone, so you're making content, you're having a good time. I'm talking and, to the, but on the live guys, members Snapchat. If you guys have ever been with somebody filming and you're sort of like in the production role where you're behind everything, you're watching everybody watch you. When you're filming, you're in the zone. Fuck 'em, I'm in the zone. Yeah. So Mike's in the zone film and I'm watching the three dads that are there that are with daughters and they're staring at you. And then they look over at me, and then they look up, and Mike's like, oh, shit, this is where I used to return the shoes and, 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 and the go-backs. And, and I was dance. ready for someone to like be like, sir, can I help you? I was like, can I help you? I used to work here, bitch. I looked at I put the- I put years and in, in my sweat and tears into this, this no, stock room. For me, it looks like shit right now. For me, the Call biggest, corporate. For me, the biggest point was when I looked at a girl... And she stared at me like afraid, and I was like, "We gotta get the fuck out of here." I just looked deep in their eyes, like, "Yeah, I suck dick. Get off my ass, bitch. That's my bitch right there." I'm covered in teriyaki sauce, like, "We gotta get the fuck out of here." We're gonna need these in a size nine. Make it skippy, bitch. Yeah, I'm transgender. (laughs) I'm gonna tell everybody I'm transgender. I was in Spirit Halloween store, like, "Where's the trans outfits?" 
I'm transitioning, bitch. Trans can get away with anything. You can fucking, you can talk shit and do whatever you want if you're trans. Just fucking take it. I identify as trans. I'll do whatever the fuck I want, bitch. I used to work here. And people, anytime a guy would come in, I'm like, oh, you slick motherfucker. I stare at him looking like, oh. And I'd be kind of like. When you worked there? I'd go around there putting the garments back all aggressively like. <laughs> like. <laughs> Like a deer, like a I'd be fucking kicking the like a horse does I like, like, I like when he's how, kicking the dirt down. He's trying to show aggression in his territory. I like how like like you revert back to so primal on things, and you're like, "This motherfucker in Charlotte Russe. Yeah, <laughs> I seen these straight guys coming up in my territory trying to run game. You imagine Mike bowing up, holding bags above his head. <laughs> I make myself look bigger. <laughs> I carry all these shoes back to the dressing room, bitch. And so these motherfuckers would come in there like, hey, I'd like to apply. I'm like, we ain't hiring. And then one time, uh, I forget her name, but it was this uh, thick Spanish girl who was my manager at the time, her and Connie. Um, she was like, Mike, you can't tell them that we're not hiring. I was like, the fuck I can't? I was like, I work here. And they're like, what do you mean? And they, I was like telling them like straight up like it was. <laughs> I gave no fucks about like corporate structure and shit, as you could tell. I was like, nah, this if if y'all ain't y'all need no motherfucking dudes. What else y'all need here? What 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 do I do not do that, that this motherfucker could do? So as soon as that motherfucker would leave, he take they take his application. I put that shit right in the trash, player. And some of the girls like, oh, who was that? I was like, don't worry about it, bitch. I heard his silver's <laughs> fake. That middle of the mall shit. Everyone was wearing like structure and and uh like banana republic. Like if you were a dude, you like they they required like you to be you know looking. Looking smooth and sometimes. And what were you wearing? Thrift store clothes. And this is before motherfuckers were making songs about it and shit. They'd be like, "Oh my god, that's so cool! Where'd you get that?" I was like, "I think it's a wedding dress." Yeah. <laughs> like, I, don't know. No, I wasn't. I wasn't on no Dennis Rodman shit. You know, I wasn't doing nothing. I'm, wearing a, shit like I'm that. wearing a wedding dress. I got two skateboards taped to my feet. I'm fucking wild, and my nipples are pierced. <laughs> bro, bro, listen. I, I I fucking did the mall, and I'm glad I did because it was an experience. Well, because we went there to get your pussy phone everywhere. We went, we went there today, though. Today to get your your phone looked at because my battery is pregnant. It's all swolled up like yeah. a fat pussy, <laughs> fat pussy fucking production, swole pussy. My phone ble- my phone bleeding. This bitch every time I plug it in, it just dies and turns off and it's full charge. So I literally have a house phone now. I'm like my cell phone has to be plugged into a fucking cord. And as soon as I take that bitch off, shoot, dead. It's it's you know how hard it is to give a bitch a, a slideshow on what the sausage castle is at Twin Peaks when your phone phone don't work. It's a difficult process. Miguel stepped it up today, but as we we we're having all these nostalgic flash flacks in the fucking mall, and I'm like, oh my god, look, Foot Locker, they expanded this whole block. All the, oh shit, Annie's fucking pretzels are still here. Like me and Miguel were really going through some Annie's like, pretzels too. What we noticed too, but Annie's pretzels is probably the most strategic of all mall stores because they're located at several corners. Like, there's no other store that repeats itself in the mall. There's not, like, the Dillards and the other Dillards. But Annie and Pretzels, like, we got the West Side Corner. We got yep. this, this. And there's no – have you ever been to – I've seen other, like, pretzel places before. But when you see them, you, you know they're fake. Like, they're pulling some bullshit. You know, it's like, Uncle Rob's Pretzels. Like, where's Annie and I think we look even uh, less approachable now. Oh, 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 actually, that one Chinese dude was trying to give me a, uh, he was giving me a back rub and shit. I don't know if y'all watched it on the Secret Snap. If you're not a member of MyVisa.com, you may come to my party and see it on the content. You ain't seen the live snap. But however, this motherfucker was like, oh, hey, you come in. Hey, you want neck massage? And at first, I thought it was someone that knew me. And I was looking at him. I was like, I don't, I don't think he knows who I am. You thought a 65-year-old Chinese man might be one of your hey. followers? <laughs> <laughs> 
Hey, you see, you've been out there. They didn't want to come out everywhere. You thought a Shaolin monk followed you on the snap? I seen you at the Wu Tang concert. Yeah. <laughs> the little the little kid from the Golden Child fucking follows you. Yeah, man. Hey, you never know who got the internet. You know, it's crazy around here. You know, fucking, we've been all around the world, man. Our shits, our shits everywhere. But yeah, it, it was fun. It was cool. And I saw a shitty ass fucking. I don't know how the fuck they expected people to pay to drive through this shit ass fucking. Uh, haunted fucking trail shit. I was like, what the fuck is this? That's why every time you say you want to do a year-round trail, I'm like, as long as we're not that, bro, because that's what these year-round haunted trails are. You always. just They're gave stupid. me the greatest idea. Don't run with it. No, just I'll do real quick on this one. Let's set up like a, a, a trail in the hood of like Paramore, Pine Hills, and it'll be called like White Fright. And he's like, all right, white folks, y'all like to get scared? Come on, bitch. I'm going to rob you. And you just drive through the hood. <laughs> look at Chris. Look and then Chris, it's like, Chris, is, Chris comes from the most racist lineage of all of us. And he's like, I think my papa would like this oh, idea. No, this but is a great I think idea. it's wrong. You, I'd see a bunch of these like trendy TikTokers. Hey, let's go to the the, the, the white fright scare block trail. And then a bunch of white kids going to the hood and they trying to TikTok it, to getting go, robbed. They might do that to go buy their drugs. It was so realistic. They, he really took my iphone it'll be great it'll, it'll probably sell the fuck out it'll be like it'll be on vice tomorrow like well we went we sent one of our we sent taji from vice to to the fucking white fright fucking and then we block. take we take everybody else to like the trailer park of terror yeah we're like this is where they make the whites that you hate it's where you fuck your sister right here Woo! Yeah, so we, it was fun. It was chill. <laughs> and obviously, we were in the fucking hood. So as we recalled, and I, I called Miguel out because I've been talking ever since Miguel went to, because he was with me when we came back from Dallas, saw those goddamn sweet-ass prostitutes floating around, and we just happened to be exactly right there. And I did pick up some extremely gamey, god-rific fucking Chinese food on the ground. And uh, I touched it, and I definitely got well, some. No, no, no. Explain to them why you picked it up. I mean, I was going to eat the shit. It's literally, guys, no, let me explain this. Let me tell you guys. We're in the parking lot. It's fucking old, rotten Chinese food. I didn't know that. that I didn't was, know that, Miguel. It was, it was Chinese food that would look like it was run over by a car in a parking lot. But it was still in its case. It was beat. The case was beat. And, and I like scared was, the crow away that was nibble on it and, before I pulled and up. And he went, and he, you know, this motherfucker thought he was a badass. He's like, I'm going to eat it, I'm going to eat it, I'm going to eat it. And then he got it close to his face. He's like, <laughs> Oh yeah. <laughs> Listen, I so wanted to eat it from my from my from my followers. I was like, I'll show them. I got a stomach steel. And I took one whiff, and it was like if you had put a possum in the hot sun <laughs> and pissed on it and boiled like soggy socks in it and then shit on it. And then you somehow repeatedly vomited fucking like ostrich puke or some shit. I don't even know. It, it was the, I never even I don't even have a smell. It smelled like honestly, you know what it smelled like? It smelled like a dead body. That's what it smelled. It smelled fucking horrible. Because well, it was rotting. Yeah, it was disgusting. And thank God I didn't eat it, but I did get some some funk on my hands. So hey, I pull over, let's go over to that wall while I'm wash my hand. Sure enough. So we pulled up, and you know it's it's bumper to bumper traffic. Right at twelve o'clock, Miguel's like, hoo Two little old fucking red bones walking down the street. Sun's not even down yet, Mm-mm. so I'm not used to street walkers in the day. That's a, that's a that's a day new, walkers like that, Blade. I never seen them kind before, and uh, <laughs> we fucking pulled up, and it definitely looked hella suspect because we're in a black SUV. I've got guns on me. I got cash on me, and then, and then I, I I look. I feel like we're like an undercover fucking uh, 
like a prostitution sting. Well, you got that silly ass concealed carry badge. That hey, he that's the he has a badge. That's that's, a, that's, a that's just so the cops don't shoot right away. They like, oh, is that a badge? Is that a badge? Don't shoot this white person. How dare you? They're always cops are always so much happier when they see a fake badge. Hey, if black people carry badges on them and they pull a gun out, they might think that you know maybe they're supposed to have it, and then then you can explain. You got to get a couple extra seconds, maybe. However, I, it, what happened was. Is I was like, oh, they were, they they pulled up to, like, oh, hey, I want you, I want you. And anytime a, a fat piece of shit like me hears a girl acting like they're attracted to me, I'm like, I immediately like, yeah, right, bitch. And I already know, obviously, that these are prostitutes. Which yeah. I, I listen. Here's the deal. I don't give a fuck what you do, with your pussy. I don't give a fuck what you do with that sweet pussy. Do what you want. That's cool. It's cool with me. I don't care. I think you should do all the drugs, fuck, fuck hoes, and slam Cadillac doors all you want. I don't care. But the day is it's kind of threw me off. Like you walking in the day, you sweating out here, honey, and shit. You need to you need to go hang out till the sun goes down. And um, as they were like, "Oh, we want you," they're like, "Don't film me, don't film me." And then not even a couple seconds later, they were like, "Oh, you that dude that that man?" Ain't you? I was like, "Yeah, that's me." Oh, yeah, hey, you doing? No, don't worry, we ain't police. What's up, baby? And then uh, Miguel, I seen this motherfucker get rock hard, horny, hard as a Rottweiler. I seen this that, that Puerto Rican yeah. lipstick pop out that dick Let like a Rottweiler. Let me this. That this, motherfucker's horny. This was the man who told me to pull over on the side of a busy highway so he could holler at Prosty. Hey, we already looked conspicuous. And then this was his whole response after we leave. I hope Courtney don't watch my snap. She gonna freak out. Hey, these <laughs> these hoes put they then pulled up their heads into the fucking uh the driver's side window, and I'm like doing a selfie and shit. They're taking a bit and and and, and prostitutes. They got they got Instagrams or real humans. They got they got social media. They're taking pictures, tagging me and shit. I think oh, you're my bosom guy. I think everybody's in agreement that prostitutes aren't the problem. Pimps are. Yeah. Oh, you for know sure. What I'm saying like everybody's in the agreement that get rid of pimping. Yeah. And uh, and then everybody's fine. These hoes got internet. They don't need you no more. Player. Yeah. They the don't p- need you. Got an Instagram. Yeah. yeah. Take that shit somewhere else. Trying to get up, unless you suck a dick too. And then I worried too because his hands still stunk like shit. Oh yes, I was like, <laughs> damn, they're gonna think I fucking don't bathe and and do uh, basic body necessities. Uh, and then, but it definitely it was broad daylight. We're in a black SUV pulled over. Two streetwalkers are right there, and we're we're in an interstate. It's like hundreds of thousands of cars are, are just driving by throughout the day. And all I'm thinking is, we have to deposit all this cash into the bank. Oh, remember? I hey, I don't need. I don't we, need. We heard sirens. Evidence. Yeah, sirens. It was it was it was actually a fire truck, but it could have been a cop car because we pulled up. I'm like, Woo! I was I'm like, oh, like, she wanted to go down. It's, we're on that catch a uh, catch a prostitute new hidden camera show. All I'm thinking is. Hey, there's no way we don't go to jail for the night. We oh. beat the case, but they're like, Your Honor, they had thousands of dollars of cash on them. Two prostitutes talking to them. They were pulled over, not on the side, like almost on the sidewalk. <laughs> and we had we had we had some cash on us because we had just uh got our rent paid. Some of our guys were paying our some of our rent. So if any of y'all need a place to stay, we got we got places for rent player. We, we starting the Sausage Castle trailer park, baby. What's up? Come on. But yeah, we uh we had some cash on us and we just having to be talking to some prostitutes that knew who we were. Cause at first they were like looking at us like customers. Then they were being they were being fans. Hold on, hold on, listen to me. Repeat that sentence and imagine you're sitting there with a police officer like, no, nah, oh. it's just rent money, and these prostitutes happen to know who I was. They're like, Oh, you didn't you didn't have sex with them? No. And why do your fingers smell like that, Mr. Oh <laughs> no, he's got me. I'm doing life, baby. Fish fingers t- going down. I'm spending months in the county. 
Damn. And, and you know them girls are going to cut a deal. I, he said he would. You're like, well, you bitch, I never said any of that shit. Like, sorry, baby. Two fat dudes driving around looking yeah. suspect with guns in the hood and cash. We, we were pulled over, and, and this wasn't like a road. You weren't supposed to pull over on it. We were, we pulled over into like a what used to be like an abandoned gas station, like the the, the entrance to it. Yeah. So it was just like a little bit of a curve, and car, cars are just driving by. Someone's probably like, yo, what the fuck yeah. fucking Miguel might be talking to these prostitutes. Because yep. you, you could, they definitely weren't just like it was obvious. They were definitely like I ain't the judge, but you know when when two half naked girls they were at least walking, wearing the you, they, they were wearing you. the uniforms of a prostitute. They definitely had the look of a sex worker. They had the look of and I, hope, I really do hope they're pimpless because good for them. If they're I, hey, and and I know some of y'all are thinking, well, no, we left them with a nice positive message. Hey. Hey, ladies, be safe out there, you know? Yeah, be Me safe. Me and Miguel come, 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 come to the Halloween party bring your friends. Because the last thing I want to do is two hookers to die after we just pulled up next to them. Because, <laughs> oh, please don't. I hope they're still alive. we got to call them. They got our phone numbers now. Miguel's been texting. He's been fucking. I'm telling you, he's so fucking horny right now. He was like, he had extra. And he's like, let's get this podcast done. <laughs> Did you beat off during your break? No. Oh, I'm no. surprised. Yeah, see? I get, that's frustration. I can feel it. <laughs> Somebody come jack my man off. I'll call, I'll call this bitch up right now. <laughs> She'll probably come over here right now. Boy, Courtney, see, have your ass. You'll start I, pressure washing. I, I like, didn't call no girls over I'm Courtney. Like, baby, <laughs> I'm baby. Miguel took me to the prostitute capital of the world, and he was trying to lure these <laughs> prostitutes in, but I was like, no, I, I got fish no, fingers. Miguel, no, no, Miguel, I got to go home. I got, I got pigs and pugs. I got to go home. He was like, let's go see. I said, no, Miguel, I got to go home. <laughs> and those, I'm telling you, those, those, those prostitutes. I, uh, ho- hopefully, y'all watch the secret snap so you know who uh, who uh, not to try to have sex with. Uh, and if you do, make sure you don't go raw dog, and, this, if, the, and then the, make sure you uh, arranged any. Because I listen, I don't care about prostitution. Prostitution, I think legalize all prostitution, legalize all of it. But I just can't have that shit in my house. You know, if y'all what y'all do behind closed doors, that's between y'all. But my house is not a, a place of sexual uh, transactions financially. You dig? My lawyer just wanted to chime in on that one real quick. <laughs> Scott Herman. Yeah, so we had an interesting day, and uh, it's Halloween time, man. We're we're out in the streets. We're damn near running for mayor. That's our. So that's the that's the thing about right now. Anytime we see anybody, we literally tell them about the Halloween party. We're talking matter. to random dudes today. Yeah, yeah, we invited dudes over too. We're like, man. no, bro, listen. We're out there shaking, shaking prostitutes and and fucking kissing hands, man. We're fucking in yeah. the streets, like we're in there talking to people at Foot Locker, and they're like, "Oh, y'all, you that dude that?" And I'm like, "Yeah, fucking come on, man, fucking." We're just, hey, listen, I've been doing this for 23 fucking years. That's nuts. 23 years in a row hasn't skipped a year. There's been like three years that I thought we weren't gonna have the Halloween party. Because I was probably living in a storage unit or something or, or in my friend's garage. But guess what? It's a tradition that continues. Drunk people in costumes, the biggest, the wildest, the craziest, sexiest event every year. Bitch, I am Halloween. Motherfucker, y'all disrespect even talking about Halloween. I don't, there, ain't, there ain't a motherfucker on the planet who does it better than the Sausage Castle for many, 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 many years. And I'm telling you right now, if you have fucking oxygen in your goddamn brain and your pulse is even halfway awake, do the first thing, the best thing you'll ever fucking do. Take your fucking lazy ass to MikeBC.com. Sign up. You can sign up in the ACAST. There's a link in this fucking on Spotify and Apple Music. Lord Jesus, be with your soul if you don't come through because you're going to regret it the rest of your life. So please avoid disappointment and future regret 
Take your lazy fucking ass to MyVisa.com. Sign up now. Watch me and Miguel talking to prostitutes. Watch all the nasty, naughty shit that goes down that we can't put anywhere else because all these motherfucking big tech companies are goddamn Gestapo of freedoms. The only place where freedom rings, MikeBusey.com. And not only do you get to see all this amazing content, but Lord help you. You were, you were keeping the American dream alive, some pieces of shit that come from nothing. You're, you're keeping jobs, you're keeping lights on, and you're providing an experience that is beyond anything else. It's a life-changing experience. Not only do you watch the content, but you get to party with us in person at the Wildest House in America, the Sausage Castle, this Halloween weekend, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, Drunk People in Costumes, number 23. And all you got to do is sign the fuck up. It's 33 bucks a month. Cancel any time, and you get to fucking come all three days. No catch. I'm gonna get you drunk. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna show you a good time, and I'm gonna invite some prostitutes from the trail. You might might get who knows. I'm gonna invite everybody. You might you might be hanging out with some rock stars. You won't even know. You might you might jack off Joey Batone, but he was wearing some giant ass inflatable fucking state push marshmallow costume. You didn't even know you jacked him off. I don't think we've ever done a podcast where one word has been repeated as much as prostitutes has been said to legalize prostitution. Like literally, free these hoes. Literally, I, I was every time we said it, I lost count after a while. I was like, <laughs> it could be a Google search. Somebody call Kim K. Get her on fucking line one and tell her to free these goddamn prostitutes because I've been to jail. And most of the bitches on the fucking girl side pod are definitely prostitutes. Not to judge, but there's a lot of prostitutes in there. And they shouldn't be co-mingling the genitals. That's why me and you, if we get arrested, we're going transgender. We're going over there and we're fucking all the prostitutes and in, in the, in the pod. Pod C. <laughs> pod P, as in pod prostitute. Take me to, <laughs> take me to pod prostitute. Take me. I've been a bad man warden. I'm shitting my cell, and I'm a jacking off my bunkmate. You got to get me over there Some with the, the rest of those goddamn prostitutes. Yeah, they, I, you know they pulling through. Miguel, I know you. Bro, we got a whole fucking group of girls, these beautiful, sexy strippers that are from Myrtle Beach. They were here not too long ago, and you seen them on the secret snap. There was like six of them, and they bring in friends. And they already, I think I think the the chicken coop, the, the coop is already fucking at capacity. So even if none of you motherfuckers show up, me and Miguel and the crew, we're going to be hanging out with a bunch of goddamn Myrtle Beach sexy-ass strippers with some big old things, and you know these prostitutes are coming through. So what the fuck are you going to do? Take your ass to fucking goddamn Spirit Halloween store, get on fucking Amazon, and if you're not as fat as fuck like me, then you'll probably be able to order something that will actually fit you. I feel like this is hour 72 of a telethon. Prostitutes. You're just, you're just fucking sweating, and you're like, I got. it's like a fucking filibuster, and you're like, and, uh, there's prostitutes... <laughs> Jesus Christ, I don't need Hey, Miguel, I, I got I a lot this, of backed up. I don't, I don't want this bill to pass. You know? <laughs> Listen, I got a lot of backed up. I mean, we ain't done a podcast in almost two. When's the last time? Uh, the, September 18th. Or, no, sorry, August 18th. You got a lot of go-backs? How, how, how many? I got a whole lot of go-backs. I don't know where to go. I got prostitutes here, prostitutes there. I got, I got so much to talk about, so many adventures we've been on. We've done, it's, has, has it been almost two months? No, it's been it's been uh, like a month. And it feels a like forever, Yeah, Miguel. And we want to we wanna sincerely... Uh, say thank y'all who do listen, and I hope when you get this fucking cute ass motherfucking a notification on your goddamn phone, hope it gets you so fucking hot and horny. I hope you start everything you're doing. And you say fuck it, I'm listening, 
and I hope you turn that shit up so fucking loud. You make everyone so uncomfortable in the motherfucking building, wherever the fuck you work at, whatever truck you're driving, whatever fucking floor you're cleaning. Blare that shit. Blare it loud and proud because we're back. It's it's been a while, but we got a lot of shit to talk about, Miguel. We got we got to tell these streets that it's it's going down. Halloween. This is October. This is the Super Bowl of the Sausage Castle. I'm telling you right now, there's people that sign up and they pay their monthly membership all year just to be here this month. These are the, these are the, you know how many children were made? How many drunk people in costume babies are made? You know how many love relationships are made and ruined? It's a beautiful thing. Even the fat girls look good. It's like prom. These bitches get all dressed up in these cute ass little fucking cat costumes mm. it's you and cat costumes <gasps> bro you bring up cat costumes i will fuck a bitch there's right never, now in a cat costume right now bring her in here another costume you mentioned have you guys ever noticed that yo i remember and, and i gotta find i remember a time you were like nah man i'm telling you man you like these girls they look so hot in, in their cat costumes or or, <gasps> their, or or their kitten costumes <laughs> i was like wait that's the only two options i don't even like cats but i see a girl in a fucking kitten costume i get horny as fuck Rock hard, ninth grade hard, dick rock. You know the head, you get that Warhammer and that bitch and start pulsating. You never seen your dick get so hard the fucking the war helmets just fucking ready to fall off. Your dick pulsates. It does. That's how I feel about Halloween. Dick, That's my your holiday. Dick, your dick pulsates. It fucking does the air in the night. It's like till Collins comes out of your dick. I can feel it coming in the air of night. Prostitutes. Oh no. Yeah, man. Listen, we got we got so much to talk about. We got a great show. We want to thank y'all so much for listening. Please go 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 next door. Knock on your neighbor's house. Say wake up, bitch. Wake up. We, they, they found these lazy motherfuckers finally dropped another podcast. Like, we, we ain't lazy. We got a lot of shit going on. And uh, it's, been, it's been busy around here. And we're about to enter the busy season, which normally, you know, motherfuckers ain't busy. But uh, we not only do we have Halloween, but we have our annual blowjobs, free blowjob Veterans Day party immediately after that, like the next week almost, 11 days yeah. after Halloween. yeah. yeah. Not, not that I'm a mathematician or anything, but you know, uh, it's gonna be wild. We're gonna give out free fucking blowjobs from the one and only Jenny Jizz and and uh, haircuts, fucking barbecue, whatever the fuck we cockamamie pull out of our ass and fun shit we got going on. And uh, anyone who's uh, served the country, active or uh, or or a uh, fucking former, they're welcome to come. Enjoy the blowjobs, and it's free. A lot, a lot of people say, "But are they really? Is she really sucking the dicks?" And the answer is yes. yes. Yes, I've seen it. We've got footage. Go to mybeach.com if you don't believe me. You know what? You know what's funny? We were talking about this today. Uh and, and we and we and we I wanna bring this up, man. That uh we're talking about what constitutes a hero. And I was thinking about this because like Veterans Day, we all like to be like, you know, we oh, everybody's a hero, everybody's a hero. Uh but people people are now saying because we just had a hurricane hit and people lost power. And they're talking about the linemen that are all fixing these lines making like 75 bucks an hour and they're like these they, guys they're are, definitely getting paid and they're like these guys are heroes now me and mike were talking about it today these guys are doing a dope ass job and we really appreciate it but are we fucking throwing the hero word around hard nowadays throwing it around like like, like I, listen i fuck with any of my blue collar homies if you got a job whether whether you're outside inside whatever be the case you know, a job's a job at the end of the day. And we appre- like I appreciate the fuck out of all the people who are busting their ass, working hard to make sure that we get power and everything. Uh, hero? Like, hero? Like, hero? I mean, 
Hero dog, like you know, like like fucking. I, I, I seen villain buggers calling uh, the sandwich maker Wawa hero. I'm so goddamn oh, you're my fucking hero. Yeah, you my hero. I think no, she said you wanted the hero. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's uh it's it gets thrown around a lot, and I mean like, uh, what constitutes a hero? Like we were thinking about it, we we're like generally speaking, a hero sacrificed something huge of themselves with no care of gaining anything but to just make sure that somebody else a group of people or a person or something was safe and protected and then the question then gets to like like you know because everybody wants to be like we were talking about during fucking like covid people were like wait staff right now are heroes because restaurants "Ah, you brought me a fucking salad you did a good job like, there's nothing wrong with doing a good job and, and respecting people for doing a good job. You should respect people for being hardworking and doing a good job. But Hero! I think Hero, had, like what I was saying earlier with you in the in the car, that it's like a you can't really dictate who is because it has to come from a genuine place. So you don't really know their true intentions. Because you know motherfuckers are signing up to be like firemen just to get some pussy. Like, I'm going to get on one of those calendars and fucking shake my dangling. Yeah, like, like this, this is my thing. Uh... And then, then, like, you know, like, some motherfuckers are like, all right, fuck it. I'll go into this burning building. Fuck it. And you, I just call them crazy. But like some people be, are doing like, it genuinely. There, there's some heroic shit, man. You know, like, there's, there, you know, and, 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 but sometimes it's just like, you know, so let me get this straight. You, you, you answer the call at the fire station, like the 911 calls. No, no, the administrative calls. Okay. No hero. <laughs> like you do a good job, like Chris. You're Chris is in the military, right? And and, and uh, we've had this talk before, man. With Chris, it's like uh, I don't think Chris. Like when people tell you, Chris, you're a hero, even though you didn't win the war, you tried. But Chris, even, any yeah. any of these hoes tell you you're a hero? Have you ever been told you were a hero, Chris? Um, just thank you for the service. Thank you for your service. What What's the most that someone's done for you? That has anyone ever like bought you lunch or some shit? Or I gotta switch the plane seat on a flight to, to first class. I, I heard I hear they do that. That's what's up. Where, where are you dressed? Yeah. Hell okay, yeah. that helps. Yeah. That helps. Yeah, you're not. They're not going to do it because he's wearing a fucking like a, a baseball cap that just says sore on it. They got to know. Because when I'm here's the deal. When I'm an old man and I've lost a leg to diabetes, you know, goddamn well I'm gonna have an Operation Iraqi Freedom hat on. Oh. And just be like, hey, just so I get that fucking just get moved up in front in the golden crowd. Hey, no, we're, we're gonna have all kinds of. Uh, we're gonna get pandemic fucking veterans hats and shit. We survived COVID. Yeah. Fucking have all the fucking. But I really think the I, I think the word hero gets thrown around too too loosely when it's like people doing a good job are dope as fuck. I mean that. I appreciate the people who do a good job because man, they make everything better for us in life. But hero, like generally, heroes don't come back. A lot of heroes, you know, you talk about, and I mean, it's hard because like like there's so many people like like all the first responders in like nine eleven and shit like that. You know, some of them are suffering from shit now because of that. You know, they're suffering forever. But like. My fucking Waffle House waitress, man, she's bouted and she fucking worked through a hurricane, but I tipped her. You know, that's, those, that's what that was for. Those prostitutes are my hero. I know that, Mike. Walking them streets, servicing those dudes. You know how many people could probably shot, almost shot up a school? And they're like, all right, let's go pull them and get these prostitutes and get their dicks like, no, no, no school shooting today. Heroes. So I'm telling you, socialized blowjobs. I'm going to call those prostitutes up. We're going to set up a clinic and we're going to start our own health insurance company called fucking uh, Blue Blow Jobs or something. Blue Cross and Blow. Florida Blow. Florida Blow. So you, you get a little fucking angry. Your bitch ain't sucking your dick. 
or the fucking little bully at school is calling you a homo and you want to fucking shoot the whole school down, come on down to Florida Blow, boy. We're going to get your dick sucked and send you on. What if you're like, you're like, I want you to suck my balls. I'm like, oh, I'd like to, but sorry, dude. That's not covered by your insurance. You've got to upgrade you've your only, package. You've only got six minutes just on shaft. And you got dental. Ju- you got health. And you got dental and vision, but you don't got shaft. Yeah, and- dental and vision means she'll put it in her mouth and you can watch her do it. Ooh, but- looks like you're missing the female... Uh, uh, sector here. You. This means you could get anything that's behind the glory hole. Yeah, we can't you get, guarantee you. You get whatever we got available. I'm got a couple I'm, homeless people back there jacking off dudes, and they're just like wearing fingernail polish, and their fucking hands are manicured, fucking just jacking off school shooters. <laughs> hey man, it's a job, it's a job. I'm a hero. <laughs> hey, 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 oh Biden, hey, give me some of that uh fucking Ukrainian money, player. I'll set up a whole goddamn mall in some of these shitty ass right, right when a spirit Halloween store leaves and come fucking November. First, I'm gonna set up my blowjob healthcare center. Everybody's getting their dick sucked. No more school shootings. They're gone. Everyone's getting their dick sucked. Biden, send me the goddamn Ukrainian money. I'm buying out. I'm gonna go buy every spirit Halloween store in America and have a blowjob center. So if you're stressed and angry and you want to kill somebody before you do a mass shooting, come see uh come see my healthcare center. It'll be right next to the cannabis store. Uh, it'll it'll it's just right, be a, right across from the Auntie Anne's. It'll pretzel. be a squirt emoji on the front that just blinks and shit. It'll be it'll be a dude holding a gun, hugging a kid, and it's like it didn't turn out the way you thought. I got you. Because a homeless dude with nail polish jacked him off. You want to do a hate crime and shoot up little Billy for uh not letting you play in the sand sandbox too long? Well, come on down. Well, um, uh, you played in sandbox. Eighteen and up. Eighteen yeah, and dog. Up. I'm like, hold on. All right, now. maybe he's, maybe he's Down syndrome. Maybe yeah. hey, if you Down syndrome, we'll get your dick sucked too. 18 and up though yeah we just got to stop these kids from uh the the 17 and unders from shooting the schools that's up. a that's a, we're just sports for that yeah <laughs> everybody's playing football now everybody's <laughs> shooting blanks no, never mind we'll just edit that part out no we're n- <laughs> i was gonna go into some song that was gonna involve down syndrome children and, and shooting but i was like nah never mind so. You on it today. Wait, hey, bro, I'm sober, <laughs> by the way. Yeah, yeah. Some, Miguel's looking at me like, damn, what's he got in that drink? I'm sober as fuck. I'm hot and horny, man. It's fucking October, man. <laughs> I'm fucking It's I'm fired October. Up. It's prostitutes, Down syndrome, school shootings. It's all breast month. cancer, breast cancer. I'm going to squeeze some titties tonight. <sighs> Courtney, Courtney brought home uh, this girl a couple weeks ago. And I was out in the pool, and I was like, oh, here we go. And I got to play it cool, you know, because right before a threesome, you're like, you got to, like, start talking to yourself. All right, Mike, just calm down. Just let everything just hold. I start looking into the sky, and I'm trying to see if Orion's belt is fucking lined up with fucking Jupiter. Because, you know, Courtney, is, if the fucking stars ain't lined up, ain't no threesome. So I'm just waiting. I'm like, oh, it might be that night. And then I get this text, and she's like, I think she wants it. I'm like, oh, I'm in the pool and I'm like, fuck, I'm sober. Fuck. And I'm like punching my dick underwater. Like, come on. Come on. Why? Get in there. It's go time. And you ever get so fucking horny before you go in there and you get the business done and you're like, that's all I got. 
So I just jacked off in the carpet and watched them two fuck. <laughs> you didn't even get you didn't get action. No, I just watched. I watched Bro, them two eat each other's pussy, and she was on a period. To you? She was on a period. The second time she came over, and she was on a period. I'm like, damn, you only come over you, and threesomes you, when you're on your period. You're always fucking. You're always like, I need a threesome. I need a threesome. And now you've been so domesticated. Oh my god, I'm backed like up a tra- like a trained dog. They, she's got you to the point now where she could put the pussy on your nose, and you just sit there still. No, no I didn't like, even touch the pussy. I'm good, Cordy. I'm good. I won't touch her. I just go. I was like, she domesticated you, bro. I need to start. I need to start rubbing the jizz into my carpet a little more, uh, a little more thorough. Because I'm starting to see some stains. (laughs) Well, I just need to jack my dick. I fucking explode. I was good. She got you to watch now, and made you think that that was good enough. It was. It was good enough because I I was. I was. I was running low on on threesome action. So that's all I got. I got some footage. You got a watcher though. That's not a threesome. I know. I was right there. I was. That's a watcher. I was was in the bed. I was. God, that's like like I was creeping through my window like like last time. A war correspondent claiming they had something to do with the battle. I was there. I saw it. I'm a hero, bro. I'm a hero. (laughs) Give me my fucking goddamn fucking free sandwich (laughs) from Wawa, man. I'm a hero. <laughs> fighting these streets out there, man. It was fucking beautiful, man. Watching. Did you do anything? Did you get any like blowy or anything? No, nah, I didn't. Eat. I was oh so. Oh my god! Listen, Look at Chris's face. Listen, Chris's eyes. He just listen, listen. Hey, y'all motherfuckers, don't act like you ain't been to MikeBeasy.com. I got greatest hits, fucking jizz, fucking yeah, this but- that. Listen, I, I literally was so fucking. I get, I, I'm, I get turned on by. I'm extremely turned on the before it happens it's the fact that i know it's about to go down i get more fucking horny and more excited the moment i see like a girl like sit up and start taking her bra off or watching the panties slide down the thigh and i'm like oh we going we doing this i'm like and 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 courtney's sister was cock blocking the whole time so that definitely got i was rock hard willie for way too long i was like I'm not gonna make it. I'm like the dude aren't uh when they're on the moon and they don't got oxygen. I'm like, my face is caving. I'm not gonna make it. I'm waiting for the uh, the goblin to turn on the goddamn air shaft so we can some Mars from Total Retail get some goddamn oxygen. I'm not gonna make it. I'm fucking my dick is so rock hard and I'm like telling Courtney's sister, hey, you should go get out now. And then boy, she wasn't gone for fucking five minutes and they were fucking eating pussy and shit, touching each other. And because this already happened before, so I know it's about to go down. I seen her all massaging and shit, and I, I love sharing my sharing my bitch with other bitches, you know. And this girl's cool, you know. She eat the pussy and shit, but every time she comes over, she's on a period. So I'm just like, what am I? Fuck my girlfriend. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like we're gonna three some sex. This is boring. So I just bang, I just beat my beat you the shit. My dick like it owed me money. What about double dogger? Listen, bro. Listen. No. Listen. No. 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 You listen. listen. You hey, listen. No. 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 Miguel, you you don't know. You don't have the answers, Miguel. <laughs> you don't have the answers. My dick was on the launch pad. Fucking fuel was flying out. I'm about to explode, player. I don't need to go to the moon. I just need to get off that pad. That's it. I just blew up. It was a glorious. That that I said. I got. I jumped up off the bed, and they stopped and looked, and I was like. It was like fucking Slimer. Fucking, <laughs> an albino Slimer came flying out of my fucking little acorn dick. Just fucking... Like, you see the napalm scene? The napalm scenes from fucking yeah. Vietnam? Like, the carpet. I think there's a hole in my carpet. 
I'm gonna have to go get the uh, stainless steamer, call them up. Fucking, we gotta clean the jizz out of the carpet. I got a carpet babies for d- galaxies of car- carpet babies in that motherfucker. It's like a fucking mountain range on the mat on the, on the carpet right there. It's like up. Oh yeah, if you, you might stub your toe on that jizz mountain. You trip. Be- you trip. What the fuck did I trip on? Goddamn. Jizz Himalaya range over here. <laughs> there's fucking mountain goats climbing up in a fucking. <laughs> there's, a, there's like fucking a dude climbing. There's a Sherpa above him taking it to the. Top. What's the abominable snowman from the uh, Rudolph the Reindeer's cart- cartoon? That motherfucker's like. <laughs> he's fucking climbing up Jizz Mountain. Yeah, man. <laughs> right there at the front where I sit at my seat in the red recliner. Right there next to the couch. Do not step within like a four foot square foot area. It's it's, it's jizzy. Carpet so you babies. just jacked off and watched? Bro, I, fuck, man. I was so <laughs> backed up. I was. I knew that, like, I'm a, what am I do? They're going to suck my dick for five seconds? I'm going to blow yeah. them. I was going to commit murder. I would have blew her brains out. And there was, listen, and there's another thing, too. Don't, don't be trying to uh, jack your dick and watch the goddamn Jeffrey Dahmer thing on Netflix. <laughs> Not, yes. not nobody, the vibe. Nobody ever needed to hear that. Bro, <laughs> I've been sitting in my bed a few times and my girlfriend's watching the goddamn Jeffrey Dahmer show. And I already know it. I'm I'm from I'm from that time. Yeah. I could have been a victim of Jeffrey Dahmer. I I he was out there eating motherfuckers when I was uh still alive. My girlfriend wasn't even born, so I already know what the fuck happens to the motherfucker. I already know he dies in prison getting fucked by broomsticks and shit. So I'm not really into it, but I'm you know getting I'm just you know scrolling through my Instagram feed and shit. I'm getting kind of a little getting a little fucking feeling razzle dazzled, little fucking rock hard Willie fucking Rottweiler lipstick fucking rawr, rawr, and I'm fucking feel, I'm feeling I'm feeling a little feisty. Next time I look up on the fucking Netflix TV show and I see two dudes kissing and shit, I'm like, oh nope, there goes my dick. That wait wait hard wait hold up hold up hold up hold up hold up hold up bro. Out of everything Jeffrey Dahmer did, it was the fact that he was kissing another dude that took your motor uh, away. Yes, because it was so... Out of everything that Jeffrey Dahmer's done... Because I, I don't got, I don't got nothing against... I don't got nothing... I don't got get nothing against dudes fucking dudes. That's do your thing, man. But uh, I'm, not a, I'm not a fan of that shit, especially if I know you fucking seducing these motherfuckers. And you know Jeffrey Dahmer... Where, where in, in the first couple episodes were Jeffrey Dahmer getting his dick sucked? None of them. This motherfucker was a confused psychopath. So if you if, if the dude would have been sucking his dick, would you have been able to come? Nah, because like, the statement you're I, I didn't you're know. Yoda, can you play back the statement my man said? I didn't know Netflix was gonna show all that uh, sexuality. I thought they're like, all right, maybe they're gonna show this motherfucker killed and eating the motherfucker. But I, no, they're they're trying to show me the seduction of they it. Show, it's a well. First of all, shirtless here's, teens here's jogging, Mike, all sweating and when shit. They, when they started making this, my document, dad's not home. When they started making this documentary, Mike, like, uh, they weren't thinking, hey, man, you think Busey's going to be able to jack off to this? Well, like, what's funny is... No, there's a goddamn... It's a documentary about a serial killer. You shouldn't be like, oh, there was this one part that I couldn't jack off to. Well, I was doing my own thing. Like, a lot of times, Courtney, she'll start like it a whole goddamn... It apparently seems like you jacking off in the corner while Courtney does her own no, thing hold on. is first because of, all, of your life. First of, all, first of all, I wasn't jacking off, all right? <laughs> I was getting in the mood, but then I seen fucking... Uh, Gay cannibal fucking seduction, uh, boy sex, and I wasn't. It wasn't the vibe, so it was definitely killing my fucking my uh, my Wait, vibe. You know, I need to get a vibe going. Let me see this John Wayne Gacy. I don't know about that. Ooh, Dahmer. That's what's up. I was like, God damn, Courtney. She's like, Oh, watch this. I'm like, Oh, what the fuck? And I was like, All right, whatever. It's in the background. I'm on my phone. You know, I'm. I got a big bedroom. I'm fucking watching my own shit. You know, it's been a long hard day. I got my 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 knee kicked up. I got my. You know how when I piss out the side of my pocket, yeah. my, my side of my pants. 
Come on, I'm fucking. You didn't even take your pants off. You didn't even take. Wait, you didn't even take your pants off to jack off. No, I got my shorts. I got my shorts. Got you didn't my... even take them off, though. No, I wasn't. I wasn't. Listen, my guy, I was teasing it. I wasn't even like. I wasn't trying to jack. You were off. seducing your own self. Yeah, I was just like. <laughs> sometimes my dick's like, hey, get over here, put a hand on me. I'm like, no, we're watching hey, Jeffrey Dahmer. Wait a second. No, wait, 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 jack wait, me off. Here, let me let me let me pose this question. What weirds you out? About watching two dudes hooking up when you're jacking a dude off. Listen, <laughs> because you're technically, I wasn't jack- you're technically jacking a dude off right Listen, now. I was the dude winding down. To be you, but you're jacking a dude off right I'm now. I'm winding down from a long, hard day of watching Courtney fuck. <laughs> I'm relaxing. No, this is a different time. We weren't watching Jeff Dahmer after the threesome. Come on. I don't know how cool it got. <laughs> so uh, this is a whole separate, different week. I'm just like, oh, you know, I'm just gonna sit here and chill. And, Going through, making sure, making sure we don't got um, any more, you know, things I got to do. I'm just t- winding down, you know. I just got out of the hot tub. My dick's got some nice warm water. You know, it's like chicken back shit. This thing swells up, you know what I'm saying? Get a little fucking, get a little razzled out. Get feeling a little lonely down there in the genitals. And I fucking, you know, sometimes I give a little flop, like, pfft, like, you know, when you walk by, you know, a little speed bag. You know, a little speed bag. I just give it a little a little floppity flop, and, and, and my dick's just like, hey, come on, what's going on down here? What's going on, boy? Huh? Hey, hey, let me come out. Your dick's like, like, a, like an old blind guy who woke up. What's going on? Who's there? Who's I'm there? Like, no, man, we're watching Jeffrey Dahmer. Go back inside. <laughs> Don't you want to come out here now, boy? Oh, Jeffrey Dahmer? Okay, that's, that, that just did it for me. <laughs> it's like when you're jacking off and you're watching porn, and they get a close-up on the dude's face, and you, you, you like, instead of beating it so fast, you slow it down. You're like, all right, come on, next scene, next scene. Cut to the camera, and then boom, they go on his fucking balls, and you're like, oh, come on. And then you stop, and then they stay too long on it, and you start going soft. You know, you got to stay focused on what you're to do and some you know i don't i'm not here to judge if if uh you jack off faster when you see the shaft and hey so be it because that's 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 the thing uh heterosexual straight men as they grow up they have they have this uh this this evil monster this evil monster inside them that when they have to finally admit that they enjoy watching porno with a dick in it yeah because like girl shit is hot cool i could beat it but i don't know what it is I don't like dick. I'm not a fan of dick. I got a dick. It's small. I don't need no more dicks. But I need dick in my porn. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how you like it. 100%. Talk to me. Talk to me. Here's the weirdest part. The weirdest part is when you're watching like porn and uh, the dude got a big old hog and you're like, oh, good. He's going to pound her. And you're like, why is that good to be? <laughs> like, why is it? Why is it better that he's got a big old hog compared? Because you don't want, like, you don't want to watch a porn where a dude whips out this tiny ass little dick. You're like, oh, that ain't gonna do what I need you to do for this. It's almost like you've commissioned this art. <laughs> you're like, no, bring no. her the big one. <laughs> bring her. She deserves the big one, and so does her stepsister. Come on. Hell yeah. Yeah, and then I just stare at a dick. I'm like, oh, fuck, why? And then, and then, Screaming, crying while I'm jacking off in tears. And then you want to see him come. You want to see him come on. Yeah, him. it's weird. You don't want to see him. Here's the deal. You don't want to see him come in a corner. He needs to come on her so that it's beautiful. And see, some of you straight folks just haven't come to that realization that you do want to see. Jeff, you want to see dick in your porns? Say it loud. Say it proud. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yes, yes. Jeff, do you not want to see the dick come? Yes. Yes! Hey, there you go. And hey, Jeff, Chris, Steve, I know Steven. His yeah, Steven, Steven's, like, Steven's like, there's a porn called Kachugitu. It's when the dick is actually cut off, and it's wrapped around another dick, and then it's bacon wrapped. 
It's a very interesting point. I don't ever want to to open Steven's browser because, I, first of all, it'll probably open up. It'll be all in some language. It's like Ferengi and shit that we don't even know because he's like, oh, yeah, this is dark web stuff right here, yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. One thing is in his she browser. She dies at the end. I'll tell you what. One thing is in Steven's browser is uh, uh, last week, it's about 3 a.m. I'm wearing my CPAP machine. I'm not watching Jeffrey Dahmer, and I'm not touching my dick. And I'm You're laying there. Fucking. And I'm still not fucking. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, I get a call, and I'm like, I see the ring. I see it once. I see it twice. Like, all right, I better answer. It's like, what's up? I hear, oh, oh, oh. I was like, oh, God. Well, I was like, and I'm thinking, like, you know, from the streets. And I'm like, all right, this motherfucker gets shot or something. What happened? Someone died. I'm like, oh, fuck. Like, I jump up. I'm butt-ass naked. I rip my CPAP. I rip it off my face like an alien <laughs> suck in my throat. And I'm like, what's going on? Zah! Can you get me right to the hospital? I was like, oh, shit. So I, I was like, yeah, I'm coming. I fucking like, like you would have thought I was a first responder. I like jumped into the fucking, fucking into hero. my clothes. I'm a fucking hero. I am. Steven, it's, good. it's cool you can tell me. And uh, I, I, I grabbed my gun bag, the key, two bottles of water. And I fucking jumped in that Lincoln Navigator and got to the other side of the property in two minutes or less. I I literally, I should have charged Stevens Insurance for an ambulance ride because I got him so swiftly. And the moment I saw him. You got him to the hospital? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I was, first responder Mike Busey was on the scene. And uh, I, I'm not a medical doctor. I don't mean to uh, self-prognose uh, my patients. But uh, after I seen the patient, uh Gent, uh, angrily grabbing his kidney area. I was like, kidney stone. He's going to be all right. It's going to hurt like a motherfucker. And, uh, Did you jack it off? No. <laughs> like, ooh, Dick's like, Mike, we're opening some doors here today. It's, it's, it's this weird moment. It's three in the morning, and you know it's an emergency, and your bro is fucking literally screaming in death. Not only that, he's he, he is... He is fucking aggressively, violently vomiting out the car. And I'm like, all right. So I started going faster. And I'm going through areas that are like 35, 45. I'm doing like 70, 80. I'm flying. And I'm like, all right. So cop pulls up on me. Uh, I'm going to have to be like, yo, my bro's dying. He's going to see me do some crazy shit. He's going to shoot me and we're dead. And then he's still going to be fucking trying to pass a kidney stone, which he still hasn't fucking passed. But... Steven is, and it broke my heart because I was like, damn, because I, I had to like, I had to Snapchat it. I had to be like, yo, all right, Steven, uh, I'm Snapchatting this shit, you know what I'm saying? Because these motherfuckers love seeing this real ass shit, so I'm going I'm to show them the real ass shit right in the live moment. But there was a time where I was like, all right, I can't film this shit because Steven was literally trying to push a stone out of his penis. And I haven't had it personally, but I have a lot of friends. And there was a woman in the ER that she, she had delivered multiple kids. And she said passing a kidney stone is worse than de- delivering a child. Yeah, because afterwards, nobody's all excited to hold your kidney stone. Oh, look at the little kidney stone. He's just teary-eyed. He's like, it's so beautiful. Get hey, Steve, we're going to have a, a kidney stone baby shower for that motherfucker. Put it, pull it out of your strainer. We're going to fucking give it gifts and shit. They, come, they look at you. I'm sorry, Steven. It's it, twins. It's <laughs> twins. Got another one. It didn't make it, Stephen. Yeah. Your kidney stone. Yeah, it, it was. Uh, it, it ate its other kidney stone inside your dick. <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, so you take him to the hospital, and you get him over there. He's and you get screaming him. like "fuck, fuck!" And luckily, we he decided to try to pass his kidney stone at at a, a perfect time because the ER. The ER is one of the places that they try to pretend they're humane. 
but there's this bitch that comes out in this little fancy little cart and in the middle of your fucking dire need for medical attention, she wants to ask you what your social security number is and who your insurance carrier. And uh, as soon as they hear you don't have insurance, you might as well just go out in the parking lot and kick yourself in the dick repeatedly because they're like, fuck you. So we're waiting for a good, like, another 45 minutes. When they minutes. found out Steven didn't have insurance, they gave him a can of WD-40 to just squirt up his dick, and they were like, it'll come out. <laughs> I was like, bro, I could, I could get, I'll get that motherfucker out there. We'll go back to the house and get a shot back. I'll, get, I'll, I'll suck that dick right out. That fucking You'll suck song. that dick right out. <laughs> get that. That's the sound bite of what, this No, week. it ain't. I'll suck shot that back. dick. I'll suck that dick right out. That shot back will suck that dick right out. That I'll suck song. that dick right out. We'll watch Jeffrey Dahmer together. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, so we were in the bathroom. I'm holding him up. He's covered. He's got vomit in his beard and shit. It looks like Slim Shady about to go on stage. <laughs> Fucking biscotti all in his beard and shit. This motherfucker. And I could tell, like, you know, Steven ain't a pussy. Uh... He, he he was fucking belting out like it sounded like Chewbacca was fucking like this giant ass fucking uh goddamn uh what's the dude um the guy with bowls uh uh who you talking about Mike the coat the coat the bathrobe and the long hair the big Lebowski. He look. He looking like the big Lebowski. Covered. He got biscotti in his fucking beard. He's fucking I'll puking. Suck that dick right out. And I'm like, I'm in the bathroom holding this man up and shit. And I'm like, and I'm like, I need to Snapchat this, but I can't because then it started getting serious. And when you start screaming fuck, and you know, you know, this is this is a family establishment, family friendly. They got a little chapel right behind us and shit, and there's like pictures of Jesus everywhere. If you can't scream fuck in the ER room, fuck you. When can you? you where know, can yeah, you? when can you? So luckily, uh, they had the mercy to squeeze him into one of those little fancy ER rooms, and uh, the the trauma uh, center didn't I, have anyone in there. I, I, some other guy came in right before he was about to go in, and he's like, I can't breathe. And I looked at Steve, and I was like, hey, bro, you better, you better start stop dropping rolling right now. They, they're talking, this motherfucker can't breathe. You about, this going to have to set you back another 45 minutes, player. You better get, you better hey, get in there. When you, when you don't, when you don't got insurance too, everything they do for you, you start looking at it like, we don't need that. We don't, like, get that machine out of here. I need a bed and I need some morphine. Let's go bare minimum or leave me in the car. I just need some morphine to be real. I just want morphine. So here's the deal. They got him set up, the EKG. He's He's got a fucking a catheter. I'm over here. I'm right helping. Hey, Steven, tell him. Was I not helping the nurse the whole time, the doctor? Yeah, was I was he, wait, let, me, let me ask you, Steven. Was he helping the nurse or was he doing stuff? Uh, I was telling a, a patient, uh, 473, uh, yeah. kidney stone, left, uh, left did lower you feel, abdomen. Did, Steven, in your opinion, did you feel the nurse felt he was helping her? Or do you feel like, or him? Don't, don't, don't assume that motherfucker's pronouns. No, I just, I just assumed that uh, it was a good nurse. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so do you think that the, he felt like Mike was helping him or Mike was just doing stuff? Yeah. Uh, listen, dude, yeah. I, I will fucking pull your cord next time, motherfucker. So this motherfucker was like ripping core. He's like, raw, raw, like Chewbacca fucking did some acid and shit, fucking <laughs> losing his mind, screaming fuck. He screamed. I think. I, so here's the secret: if you scream fuck 27 times, they bring the morphine. Nice. Doctor's not even in yet. Nurse is like, all right, we're gonna go ahead and put this in your drip. And I say, 
I was like, oh, he about to be time traveling because you know, the, time, the, the, I got paid to do morphine for two yeah. weeks in that uh, that clinical center. I was like, oh, he's gonna love. And then the this. fucks change because then he's like, Fuck. oh, he's instantly Fuck. like, he's instantly like, Michael, oh, suck your dick right off. <laughs> oh, let's go home and watch some Jeffrey Dahmer. Let's go watch Jeffrey Dahmer and jack off while girls fuck. That's fun times. <laughs> it was uh, my man got some morphine and boom, he was he was. He his uh, biscotti and, and vomit beer started drying up, and he was he was he was feeling better, and he was having a little fucking homo conversation. With oh, his, I was about to say, can we put it on the spot? All right, Stephen. So yeah, I'm gonna tell you. you. Hold up, let me jump in I on this you. one. A, I was like, Steven, he was oh, like oh, Vietnam. Oh, oh. When I get out of this kidney yeah. stone, we're gonna get a house together. Well, hold up, let me explain that because they don't know what you're talking about. Let me explain. So Stephen, I did hear you was on some cuddle bug fucking bitch shit where you were like talking to your girl while you're going to the hospital the whole time. Hold up, he's like, I love, I love you, baby. I love you too. It's getting I cold. Love you too. It's so cold. Now I want you to go on record. Was it I love you because you were dying, or was it I love you because in these past four weeks you've realized you love her? Because <laughs> you haven't even you haven't even been with her long enough. For, if, if 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 she was a blockbuster movie, you wouldn't even owe shit yet. Okay. <laughs> this month, hey, hey. Hey, I'm over here trying to uh, make sure my man doesn't die because we got shit to do. And then uh, I'm high school hearing, football seasons have lasted longer. I'm seeing them talk, and I'm looking. I'm like, oh damn, they must have given a good morphine. He's like talking to himself, and I look on his chest, and he's got his damn phone. He has been talking to her from the car ride to there, and the whole time. So I hear someone's like voice, and I'm like feeling like, damn, I'm in the room with someone else, and I'm like, all right, I guess you're gonna be all right, Steven. So I'm like, damn, I'm I'm getting tired. You now know you're saying? getting disgusted. You're yeah, like, I'm like, a oh. minute ago you were dying, and I respected. I'm it on enough. a fucking the worst double date of my fucking life. I'm like the third leg in the fucking kidney stone. Did you just jack ER. off into the carpet? <laughs> I was like, quickly, so I'm gonna turn on Jeffrey Dahmer on this hospital bed. We were watching the news and shit. I'm like, oh, there's a hurricane coming. Oh, I hope you pass this kidney stone, fucker. <laughs> I love you. Yeah. It's so bright. It's so bright. <laughs> Look at Steven's face. Mike was right. The aliens are real. Skinwalker Ranch. There's a portal up here. When I get out of this hospital, I'm going to sit in the car with you for hours, baby. I promise we'll do nothing but love each other. I got this new vape, baby. If I get out of here, you're going to love the sweet smell. There's two promises I make to God right now. If I get out of here, I'm never going to stop loving you, and I'm a DJ forever. And I promise, <laughs> this is the last time I pull out the speculum. Last time. I'm gonna make you All right, New Year's Eve. I want to pull out the speculum. We're not wearing diapers together anymore. Hey, maybe that's where you got the kidney stone. Maybe, maybe you had a fucking speculum in your dick and someone <laughs> dropped some stones in that motherfucker. Someone dropped some uh, magical beans in yeah, your like, dick. We thought it was a kidney stone. Turns out it's an anal bead trying we've, to come out the other way. <laughs> we've heard of gerbils in men's ass, but Stephen with the speculum, he's been putting garden stones down his dick hole. The nurse turned the fucking x ray around. Like, take a look at this. It appears the gerbil thinks this is the way out, so he's just crawling forward. <laughs> that fucking gerbil in South Park, every time I see it, it Levy kills, winks. It kills me. I fucking love it. Oh, All man, I think is about Richard Gere and a PVC pipe and a flashlight and a candle. Oh. Fucking Chichillian fucking gay minor hamster trying to get up out that asshole. But Steven's alive, but he has not passed his kidney stone Yo, bro, yet. listen. Steven, DJ Nobody Special, showed up to Oasis on the river. He DJ with a all. kidney stone. He DJ through a kidney stone. Somebody give my hero a goddamn fucking, yeah. fucking stone of valor. Fucking <laughs> Chris, you're the only veteran in the room. You, you, you must pin it on him. Yeah, pin it on his dick. Right in the, right in the side. Hopefully, I'm going to go jack off 21 fucking cum salute and just pin this fucking kidney when they stone. Show, when they showed you the x-ray, could you see your kidney stone? I, I hope to God, and I pray. 
pray to God I never have a kidney stone. God, I drink a lot of soda too, and I know that's a big factor. But I pray to God I never have a kidney stone. But if I do, I hope when they show me mine, it's just this smooth-ass river stone ready to come out, not like a dice with corners and shit. Oh, speaking of o- rivers, we went to Oasis in the River, like I was saying. I got drunk as fuck. I, uh, we had a great fucking time. You ate food that was laying on a table before we got there. Did I? Yeah, dude. I don't remember. You ate the shrimp. and After I jumped it, off the roof, yeah. I don't remember leaving the pool. Yeah, you you ate the, the Hey, this was a funny one, and, and Chris remember this. We're trying to interview Kip, and you're like, Miguel! 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 And I'm like, I was, I was and wasted. I'm like, and I'm like, hold on, hold on. Miguel! Miguel! And I'm like, Mike, hold on. Get the fuck over here. Come here. I was like come a drunk scally. Like, yeah. Come here. Where's my phone? And I come over, and I go like, what, man? I'm trying to interview Kip. You're like, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, well, what the fuck? You're like, go interview him. <laughs> like, <laughs> hey, my, hey, my bad. I, I don't, I don't. You, scally, I don't remember. You, you drunk scallied out, but you weren't bad. You weren't an asshole it like that. But anytime, and Chris was anytime you saw like Chris, like, Chris, the fuck over here, film this, film this, and then you'd like blow water out your mouth. <laughs> hey, listen, when I jumped on that roof, there was a skinwalker uh, do you, portal. Do you into the pool? I fucking went to. A, do I went you time travel. Have a rough estimate in your mind about how many people jumped off the roof with you. I recall like four people. I'd say maybe seven or eight, Mike. You got everybody to jump off the so roof. So would I corral them to get up there? No, you were just like, I'm going to jump off the roof. Get up here. You told Courtney, you got her sister. Uh, Courtney's sister was in rare yes form. And so I was going to ask her some other questions because she was like basically <laughs> saying yes to everything that day. Oh, yeah. But no, she was in, she was in rare yes form because she's, like, she's like, Mike, I'm going to jump off the roof. She ate like dirty shrimp. What did she say, Chris? Yeah, she's like, gotta make the shrimp ain't got no poop in the butt. And I was like, oh, that girl, hillbilly Bro, as fuck. I, I do not. I remember jumping in the pool. I remember hanging out with the owner. You, you guys hung out for like an hour together hanging out. How long was I in the pool for, you think? Two hours, maybe. So that's not, not bad. Not crazy. It, I, and I, and I, might, me, be, I like, might be exaggerating. To me, it felt like 15. Yeah, yeah, I might be exaggerating too. It might be an hour, hour and a half, but it was a long time. It was the end, the whole end of like when everything was done. But then you, because you, when you jumped in the pool, you hung out more. But you, uh, and it was funny. You convinced. You were like, come on, come on. Everybody wants to jump in. You convinced. You guys all climbed up the ladder, which was a little sketch. When I saw you get, Chris, you remember when I saw him crossing? Oh, I remember you went from being one roof scared. to another. Guys, you ever look at a roof and like two corners intersect, but there's still a good two feet in between, and it's slick, and everybody's drunk. I'm so, fat. I'm fucking soaking wet. It's like rubber. Yeah. And so you get everybody to climb up on the roof, and this dude climbed up. Was the dude naked? No, okay, so the dude No, was someone naked. did a dude did take all his clothes off. A dude took I all saw his a clothes video off the next day. Jumped. Yeah, yeah. The dude ended up I think that dude I know, I think another dude when you guys were done got up because other people got up after you. But so uh everybody gets up on the roof. It's you, Courtney, Courtney's sister, Rowdy Rob, um who else? Cat? Oh, cat, cat was up on the roof. Scummy. Uh, scummy, whole a good whole crew. And then some dude we don't know. And the dude's like standing on the roof and you're like, Don't Hey, don't fu- don't fucking film him. Because <laughs> like, like, I was there. like, who the fuck is random? Yeah. You can- this is a family moment we're having up here. Who's this random the motherfucker? Part. You literally had told everybody, come on. You told the whole fool, come on. Let's all go jump off the roof. And he's like the only guy we didn't know that got up there. And then when he's up there, he's talking to you. You're like, who the fuck is this guy? Because <laughs> I was like, oh, here comes the lawsuit. Mike Busey fucker had me climb on the roof. And he actually, what, he went up there. He what was it? those two girls who jumped afterwards yeah. two random girls he got two random girls to jump up again huh? and so then while you guys were all chilling in the pool people were still jumping and, and, and for the record he was much more physically fit than any of us oh yeah and, and the owner of the joint told us hey fuck it jump off the roof it was know? that moment like when 
the owner's like, all right, guys, y'all can't be doing nothing crazy. And then they're like, all right, about X amount of shots. like, fuck it, jump yeah. off the roof. And you, you, were, you were a blast. Like, you were in it a was fun, mood. man. You were in a great mood. And thank everyone for coming out uh, to Oasis on the River. What was it, like our 13th time? Yeah. And then when we got home, you, you went to sleep in the bottom bunk of the bus, which is a very hard bunk to get into. You got to lay down. Uh, and then I don't know if you guys, if any of you guys were witness to this, were you guys witness to the subway talk when he got out? He crawled out the bottom bunk and we're like, you, you, you go, where are we at? Subway? And we were like, no, we're home. He's like, you're like, y'all don't want to go to subway. <laughs> then we're like, no, the bus is at the house. You're like, we go to subway. <laughs> Bro, I woke up. It was like 9 a.m. And you ever get so drunk? You wake up and you panic. You're like, oh, no, fuck. Yeah, 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 what time yeah. is it? What happened? Because it feels like all these things, you should be doing all these things, and you have no recollection of what you're doing right I now. I immediately be like, oh, fuck, I cock-blocked myself. What happened? And I don't remember, after jumping on the roof, I remember being in the pool, throwing Courtney and her sister like over my shoulders yeah. into the pool and talking. And that's it. I don't remember leaving out of the water at all. I don't remember being on the pool deck or in the bus or driving home. I don't when, remember when, like. I, I really thought it was going to be a hard time to corral you because I was like, God damn it, he's wasted. This wilderness. You, you were pretty easy. I was like, you were, you were eating those shrimp. So basically, there had been shrimp and I want to say shrimp and something else that had been sitting on our table since we got there. We have a, we have a, like a buffet or we have our own up. Was it Cabana? Called? Cabana. And so the, the shrimp in there, you're like, eh, and, 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 and the server never moved them because I think she thought they were ours. So you're talking since Steven got there at noon. And we left at seven. There were shrimp that weren't yours that had been half eaten sitting there. And guess what? I'm, and still, then, I'm still here. And you got them. And then you were like, oh, there's still meat in these. And like you would eat the back of these. Shrimp. And then Courtney's sister got in on it. And I was like, oh, God. Yeah, because you know what? Everybody talks shit. But when they get hungry, they're like, well, maybe I'll try some. Yeah. And then, and, but so then you're in the pool. And I'm like, Mike, we got to go. We got to go. You're like, Just let me finish the shrimp. And I was like, man, you shouldn't even eat those shrimp. You're like, you want to finish these shrimp? And fucking, you finish the shrimp. Courtney's sister like, they ain't got no poop in the butt, so they good. I'm like, they're going to poop in the butt because somebody half ate these. And there's like little ends of shrimp. And you're like. <laughs> and so you eat the shrimp. And was there footage of this at least? Yeah. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. Good. And then. Uh, I can't wait to see the the, the edit of it. Oh, it's it. going to be good. And then when it was done, I was like, Mike, we really got to go. You're like, okay. And you got everybody. You were super chill and cool about it. You got on the bus. And you were ready to go. And then uh, you crawled into the, the bottom bunk and just went to sleep. And I you- did wake up, and I looked at my phone, and I just saw, like, me eating Courtney's pussy and shit. On the bus? Yeah, down in the bottom bunk. Bottom I was like, bu- what oh, the yeah. fuck was I doing? I was Ooh, like, you got that, you eat that shrimp. There ain't no poop in the pussy. Yeah, ain't, ain't no, no poop, poop in the pussy. And took the poop out. Yeah, it was fucking, you know, fucking. So I had a good time, man. And, and Oasis on the River, we thank y'all so much. For a, a glory, I mean, we're the only motherfuckers throwing a pool party in fucking goddamn almost October. We got one more. Do are, they, October, are we really? We're are we doing, doing October sixteenth. Oh my god! And I, they don't even know because they're like it's going to be like seventy degrees, so they're like I don't think it's going to be a pool party. And I'm like it's gonna because I want that check. I'm like it's gonna be a fun time. Oh man, it's gonna be great. There ain't gonna be no poop in the shrimp. Ain't no poop. Jump off the roof. Ain't no poop in the butt. I eat quite a pussy in the bottom of the bunk. And and Steven's done a good job DJ and DJ nobody special yeah and Charles Charles and Zito, Zito. and you thank and, you and, man and and John and and Chris and Aaron and uh, everyone that's came out man uh, it's been it's been fun and uh, we, and Chris we I want to apologize uh, to Chris and Aaron but I had like a fucking no this can't happen right now moment because Aaron was supposed to meet us up there and he wasn't there yet. 
and Mike was already like, I don't got a cameraman here. And I was already in some shit with Mike about it. And then Chris comes out and Aaron was supposed to bring Chris's camera, which he did. But I saw Chris walk out with a beer and I was like, where's your camera? And he was like, Aaron's supposed to bring it. And then I was like, oh, fuck. Like, I can't deal with this right now. I can't deal with Mike seeing his cameraman drinking a White Claw and his other one not here. But it worked out. It worked out fine. But I was on one of those moments like, you don't have your fucking camera? And I was like, God damn it, motherfuckers. We can never Snapchat or put on my Instagram what really happens at these bikini contests because they're giving out $1,000. And uh, the hurricane is like days away. Yeah. And we're like, well, we're still going to do this pool party. Yeah. And, you know, so we're out there and we're like, all right, we'll we'll see what happens. And uh, people still showed up, man. I, I couldn't believe it. And the vibe was so good. And uh, The vibe was great. Whoever that, that big titty uh, brown girl with the curly hair, oh, my God. I can still That's s- see her as Bree's sister. Bree's sister. Oh, it was I her know. birthday. What's her name? I don't know. I don't know if she What's ever got her phone a, number. I don't know. I don't know if she ever What's got her, a check, is, too, because she, uh, she wasn't there to collect her money. She left. Really? Yeah. Oh, shit. All right, well, fucking this ain't this ain't the lottery player. This shit ain't rolling over. Fucking you have fucking thirty minutes to claim your prize. Well, it ain't coming from our pocket, so you should have just went to. I, did, do you know for sure that or not? Yeah, pretty sure. I don't know. Maybe we'll call away. Say, hey, oh, what? you know what? Mail. I'm wrong because I told him to give it to Brie because I said that's her sister. Oh, okay. I said give her her check, but she disappeared. This is like the second or third time the winner of the bikini contest has just fucking disappeared. Well, the thing is too, they they weren't even gonna join. And I'm like, listen, y'all about to go win this shit. Look at the big ass fucking titties. What are you doing? Get up there. And you're like, oh, okay. Fucking. And she was next with some dude. A thousand bucks. She was with some dude. And Mike was telling the dude, he's like, hey, you brought the finest girl here. Get up on stage. Get up on stage. Yeah, because I, I don't want, you know, I want him to feel comfortable and shit, you know. When me and Miguel were grown, man, you know. Yeah. So we can't, we can't, we can't ruin your relationship. But if, if your boyfriend's cool and if it comes around the wrong way, we'll let, we'll let you come hang out, you know. Yeah. Dude's long, cool. long as he's cool, you know. Oasis, the, the thing about Oasis that I really love is it's such a mixture of. Of races, ethnic, or races, fucking socioeconomic backgrounds, everybody, all there to have a ratchet good time. Hey, and I know, I know, the brothers are coming out to see us because they're like, "Oh, that crazy cracker, you know, there's gonna be some titties out there, boy." And and, and titties we bring. There was this really, 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 uh, uh, really sweet uh, girl. She's a black girl, real chubby. And I was sitting at the bar, and she goes, "That's that crazy white boy." When you came walking by. <laughs> Them streets know. These prostitutes know. The pool parties know that I'm in these streets. I mean, we in these streets, Dan. Come on, man. We uh we definitely we definitely got some hood points too because our man Raj, uh Mr. Roger, our pool man. Oh, here we go. Whose brother in law is Master Killer from Wu Tang. No big deal. Took us Wednesday. Just cleaned to our Tampa. pool today. Shout out to Roger, Mr. Shout out Roger's to Raj. Pool. Just sent me an invoice that I'll pay in a few days. Aye, aye. Uh <laughs> uh. We went to go see Wu-Tang Nas and Busta Rhymes, and we had that AA. And I don't know if y'all know what that AA is when you go to a show. That's that all access, baby. Oh, motherfucker. Put some respect on it. And we went to the Wu show, and we got to see Wu, Nas, Busta Rhymes, and we were backstage, and we were on stage watching yeah, backstage the show. Shit. We were, we were, we were, we damn near could have jumped up there and grabbed a microphone and started fucking joining the goddamn Wu-Tang. And this is uh, basically all I'd asked for for my birthday, because, you know, you know, Mike. He's a simple man. He didn't ask for much. I don't want much of anything. I say, hey, I just want to take that Wednesday off for us to go to Wu-Tang, and me, Robbie, Mike, and Rob. Raj went and uh, me, Robbie, and Raj ate edibles and we blasted off. Not we weren't in the spirit world this time. We didn't go that far. <laughs> Thank God. But uh, we 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 were high. Somebody had to drag because I was drinking like a motherfucker. Yeah. I was like, fuck it. I, I don't like drinking during the day. 
But I was like, I ain't showing up to a goddamn Wu Tang concert. And you know, I don't smoke weed. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, I gotta get my mind right. Well, we we oh we had an incident with Mike and his cowboy boots. <laughs> oh my god, we I put these boots on that uh, one of other guys uh, normally wears, and he put insoles in them, and they they fucking they strangulated my fucking right ankle. I thought I got fucking like uh, we, we weren't even in lassoed Tampa. my we, ankle. We weren't even in Tampa. Yet. Pull over, pull Mike's these like, pull up. over, pull over, pull over. I was over. getting anxiety. I feel like my I feel like I was suffocating. My it was it was freaking me the fuck out. I was like, God, just I thought I had like a fucking knife. I would. Out of tore the fucking the fucking snakeskin right off. Cut the, the foot feet. off! Cut, Cut it! Off. Was, I was freaking out. I was like, I was like, get me the fuck out of these boots. So yeah, we were riding. We were we saw the fucking semi catch fire on oh the way. Oh my god! Like, Yo, you on fire, cuz the whole semi was on fire. And here's the thing, guys. Mike He's like pulls chilling. up to the yeah. yeah. Mike pulls up to the semi. He rolls him and like rolls the window down. Mike's like, you're on fire. And the guy's like, yeah. He's like, yeah, bro. <laughs> yeah. You're, you're on fire, homie. <laughs> like, yeah, Guy Fury, you rock. You are on fire. He's like, yeah, that guy's nice. <laughs> bro, it was crazy. And then, like, we got, uh, we fucking pulled into the back of this motherfucker. Yeah. They said, all right, hold on, who you with? And then they, they, you know, they, all right, come on. So we pulled up right next to the tour buses, right backstage. Yeah. And you know, of course, you know I got some contraband. I got bottles. We got a cooler back there. Mike, Mike, Mike did it right though. He had bottles. He had lemonades for us. I, got, waters, I brought waters, candies. Yeah, I brought candy. We had our own green room in the fucking vehicle. And what was crazy was uh, that we knew this was gonna be like because you know me and Miguel, we you know we're rock stars. We've done this shit plenty of times, but. Uh, me and Miguel, we 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 grew up listening to Wu Tang, yeah. and 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 I was a a very very huge fan of Wu Tang Forever, the whole double disc album. I listened to that shit fucking for just more than any normal person should have. Yeah. And Miguel, I mean, shit, you huge fucking Wu Tang fan, man. Huge you, Wu Tang. This fan. was a big deal, and yeah. I was excited, and I was like, all right, man, it's gonna be fun. You guys made this whole day about me, which was dope, man, and I, I appreciate that. But check this out, we we get there. And so Roger's brother-in-law's master killer. Like Mike said, we we go to these concerts. We go to lots of stuff. We go we get to go backstage. We've been very blessed. We've met a lot of rock stars who've kicked it with us. But generally when you get to a show and you text the person you know, they send some fucking dude who works for them. Some, some Jamook motherfucker. Some, Jamook, some dude. And I've been Hey, hey yo, fuck. Hey, yo, fuckers, go, go over you. Yo, go going? get my brother and his friend. I've been the Jamook that rock stars have sent out before. Like, hey, can you go pick these people up and get them here? But fucking Master Killer himself, dude, came all the way out to make sure we not got once, in. Not once, not twice, come. all night. All night, he would come to us to, hey, what do you guys need? Hey, yo, we, what up, son? Y'all yeah, good? Yeah. Yo, good? And fucking, and and, and I was like, yeah, we're good. And then Raj was so high by the time he got there, he was worthless. He disappeared. I didn't even yeah, see him. He went to go to the bathroom, came back, and then Robbie asked him where the bathroom's, and he's like, yo, oh, no. We were like, you just went there. He's like, all right, follow me. And he took us all the way. Then we went to Nas's backstage area where they were not happy that we were in Nas's backstage area at all. Like, because Nas's came, because we had the AAs, but man, like, Nas. They're like, where did these crazy motherfuckers get this shit? Yeah. And so they're like yelling, y'all got to leave, y'all got to blah, blah. And we're like, I didn't come here to start beef with Nas. I didn't come here to suck Busta Rhymes dick and Nas. They calm down. Everyone calm down. And even though we had we we had the the highest uh, credential you could get, like we could we could have done whatever the fuck we want. And it was getting testy at, at some points because um, I'm a gentleman. Some of y'all might not believe that, but uh, when it comes to real life situations, when it when it's a woman or whatever, I always 
hey, you know, you can stand in front of me, yeah. whatever. And I'm I'm taller, you know, I'm I'm six three. Oh, when we were watching the show, yeah, yeah. So there was there was some. We're stage uh, right. We're stage right, right at the corner on stage. Yeah. Just blocked by speakers. That's it. But we can see. We are on. You just go for a stroll. Yeah. We, if, go, I, go. if I wanted to go out there and start fucking. Yeah. If you wanted to do a ride triumph, 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 yeah, you could just walked out. ODB's fucking son's hanging out yeah. back there. He he's like taking uh, his, his father's spot, his legacy up on stage, and it was cool. And uh, there was one point it wasn't so cool because these two uh, these two I, I believe they were lesbians. Uh, they got real fucking pissy. Because this other like uh, crazy older black lady come in with just a weave swaving, like, "Hey, get out of my way!" And this little area is tight, man. You butt the nut, you yeah, know. Yeah, and everyone's already like, everyone's chill. Everyone's like, kind of like, "This is where I'm standing the yeah. rest of the night." Don't and everybody fuck here knows somebody from Wu Tang. That's why you're in this area. Yeah. You know? So you got to be careful in these situations because there's there's been a couple times where I almost had to fucking beat the shit out of Wiz Khalifa's cousin or some shit. I didn't know who he was. <laughs> And he starts saying shit, and I'm like, "Ooh, I, I'm not gonna fuck you up because I can't tell when we were, when who's, we were if you're the fucking merch guy or yeah. fucking DJ. F- go fuck yourself. When I don't know." We, when we were backstage at Co Wetzel, shit, man, some dude sat on Courtney's lap while she was sitting there, and I'm I was lucky, like, "I'm lucky I didn't see that." I was like, "Yo, what the fuck?" And I pulled him off, or I pulled him off. I was like, "What the fuck?" So that and chicken then, chicken finger rage that yeah, night. I would have fucked him up. And he was trying to tell me, he was like, "No, it's cool." I was like, "No, it's not fucking cool." I was like, and then I'm like, "Fuck, man." Because I got this dude, like, I'm literally holding the dude's collar, and it's all Co's people. I'm like, man, fuck. I don't know if this is Co's baby cousin that he grew up with or just some yeah. asshole dude. And so you got to chill on whooping their ass. So, so these lesbians are getting feisty, and this girl's causing a scene. So you know what I do? I pull out the Snapchat and go, live, baby, because I know there's about to be some weaver swinging. And she's like, I'm Busta Rhymes manager. And I'm looking at her like, mm, are you, bro? Yeah. And, and you can tell they're on some, like, old school like you know fucking fuck all you motherfuckers i'm supposed to be here type of vibe and she just walked up in there and, and the two lesbian girls in front of me they were so nice but they then were I, sweet. Was, I was like oh shit it's about to go down and they start screaming getting each other's faces waving their hands ladies man, ladies man. this is not the energy we need at a wu-tang buster rhyme Nas and i'm concert. over here snapchatting like all right, i gotta make sure i get the wu-tang just in the frame <laughs> and uh show enough eventually like it was funny because uh security came over and it was like the venue security so it was like some live nation and shit. literally mike could just push these girls and the next thing you know they'd be on stage with wu-tang and that's that's how close it is well what kind of got weird was that the dude they kind of rolled up on me and i'm like what the fuck? motherfucker look in front of you i do do you see me screaming and yelling i'm just sitting here fucking filming this shit and he got like kind of like what are you doing here, white boy? I was like, hey, I'm fucking watching these bitches got to go down, baby. I'm just watching. I, at that point, you literally probably could have met, called Master Killer while he was on stage. Master Killer, he'd be like, hold on real quick. Oh, yeah. Hey, yeah, like that's how nice he was. He'd, he'd just stopped rapping and been like, hey, you know, I'm sorry. Everybody chill for a second. Let me take care of this issue over here. Bro, there was one time we were, we were in the fucking car and the windows were up and he was sitting right next to me like, hey, roll the window down. I'm like, oh, sorry. Hey, hey. He's like, hey, y'all good? Y'all need anything? Like, oh, you want a bottle of Patron? Here's a bottle of Patron. Yeah. I'm like, oh, shit, goddamn. I was and like, he was oh. right about to go on. Yeah, he's like about to walk like up Like they're walking on. up. Wu-Tang's walking past us to go on. He's like, first let me stop by and see if these guys need a bottle of Patron. And, and, and that, that's like uh, being a touring artist and, and the things that me and Miguel traveled the country and gone to places, it felt good. I was like, damn, here we are. If the, our 16-year-old, 15-year-old yeah. self would have known that we were fucking hanging out with the Wu-Tang on stage and there's Nas and Busta Rhymes, yeah. 
Like we would probably had a fucking meltdown. Our yeah. brains would have been like, I don't understand what is the future. At one point, we're all there though. We're on stage, right? Uh, we're watching the show. Uh, and the edibles just start kicking in hard. Me and Rowdy, we took. Oh, these- I can definitely tell. Some of y'all are one. I was by myself t- towards the end. Oh yeah. Well, me and Rowdy, we took these. Here's the. You're by yourself towards the end, but Mr. Roger never found us. When he left, he never linked up with us. And I saw him a detailed map of where we were. It was like we were showing up to a family cookout, and then yeah. the guy we came with just left just us. Just left us. Yeah. And then no, everyone was still cool. You know, like. Uh, it, it was a good vibe. We didn't have no problems, you know, other than the Buster Rhymes bitch well, kind of caused a scene, but you know, whatever. Me and Rowdy were super high, and we're watching the show. But here's the thing: I can imagine that. Fucking Miguel's watching, dick is fucking exploding his pants right now. When you're watching, when you're watching a show and you're backstage, like then you're on stage, you don't get the best sound because the speakers are pointed towards the audience. So I told Rowdy, I was like, I want to hear the show. Like, I want and, to fully yeah. experience and it. And so Rowdy's like... embodied the words of Nas and Buster Rhymes and Wu-Tang. Rowdy's like, what do you want to do? And we're super high. So, I mean, fucking... We took a thousand milligram fucking edibles. We're fucking... We're smoking the whole show. So I'm like, let's go uh, watch the show. We had seats, but we didn't know where they were. And this is the amphitheater outside. Big-ass theater. So we get out there. I go... Oh, Rowdy goes to get a Chick-fil-A chicken sandwich. And I walked away... That'll be $45, get, please. Yeah, it was $12 a sandwich. I walked away to go get a soda, and when I came back, Rowdy was holding two sandwiches, and he goes, <gasps> and I was like, what's up? He goes, I thought you were gone for good. <laughs> like, he was just scared. Rowdy looked like when your mom loses you in the mall, and you're like, oh, God, I'm never going to get found. So I go get Rowdy, Chick-fil-A sandwiches in hand. I got my soda. I got a Chick-fil-A sandwich, and we're looking for the best place to watch the show. And we pretty much assumed where we had tickets would have been the front row, and it's like a mosh pit. We're like, this is too much. Well, there's an elevated area, and there's a VIP that was bought out. It was a box that was right there, perfect seats looking right at the stage, probably like 10 rows back box. You have perfect. But it was bought out by like this construction company, and they've got like their VIP concierge there and shit like that. So I walked up with Rowdy, and she's like, oh, I'm sorry. This is something construction. I was like, no, no, no. We have all that. I'm from the Wu-Tang. Uh, maybe you see this AA pass on yeah. my shirt. And she's like, no, no, no. All, all, this is still, it's a private box. I was like, yeah, I'm the Instagram guy for Wu-Tang. I was like, I'm supposed to take pictures of everyone. And she was like, oh, okay. That, did you say the Wu-Tang Instagram guy? Yeah, she's like, okay. So we walk past her. This whole box is a company. This whole company knows each other. They're they're in seats that are like. You basically just crashed a, a company and party. And me and Rowdy walk to the very front row, the two best seats. Sit down. Everybody's looking at us, and you know Rowdy puts his feet up, bows up, and starts staring, leering at the dude next to us. And the dude's like looking at us. And at one point, the other girl goes, "Oh, oh, hey, hey, guys, what are you up to?" And Rowdy's like, "We're trying to watch a concert." Shh. <laughs> He literally told the woman, shh, we're trying to watch a concert. Like, don't worry. And then we started getting beers and chilling. And we just, and everybody there knows each other. There's like 50 people. They work together. And here we are in the two best seats, like the CEO Hey, Bob, who are these two random motherfuckers over here? And we're just feet up, high as fuck, not caring. And the best, though, was when that lady was like, oh, hey, shh, we're just trying to watch the concert. So I was like, <laughs> oh, that's, those guys are from the Wu-Tang. And watch the show was so high. So high. In fact, at one point I went to go to the bathroom. When I came back, Rowdy just smiled. And I was like, what's up? He was like, I forgot. We were here together. He didn't know who he was there with. Boy, we made it to a Waffle House immediately oh, after. Oh, my God. And I found me some treasures in the fucking it trash. It was disgusting. I was like, drunk. I was ready to eat. Tell me what, what you did. 
I, I, I sat down like a normal civilized waffle house. You sat house. at the counter, uh, the low top counter. Yes, I sat at the front of the, you know, the little diner fucking squiggly seat with my homies. I looked down the line and I was like, damn, these motherfuckers are wasted. I'm drunk, but they're high yeah. and like they're fading. I'm like, damn. I forgot to turn the lights on when we left the Waffle House, too. Remember that? Yeah, I was like, turn your lights on, motherfucker. <laughs> I was just driving for like 15 minutes. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> just fucking ripped. So I was, you know, I was, you know, I was like a, a drunk, hungry bear in the wild. Looked back behind me, seen a nice trash can with a beautiful fucking. What was it like a, a steak sandwich or some it shit? A, it like was a, like some moons over Miami, but a, a, the Waffle House version. And I looked in there, it was sitting there like, hey, hey, Mark, you gonna eat me or no? No, it was sitting like, nobody touch me, I'm gross. And I was like, I'll wipe those grits right off you, motherfucker, and put you deep down my throat. I'm gonna hear my truck all hell yeah. I, and I fucking put that motherfucker and start eating. I was damn near half done with the sandwich. Before y'all looked at me like, oh, I and Miguel over. started covering his face. I was so disgust, I was so high and so disgusted as I watched him eat it. Because I'm like, where'd the sandwich come from? We haven't ordered food. And then I see the, the trash The waitress can. is like, uh, where did you get that? I was like, oh, the trash right No, here. the best part, the best part I is I grabbed after, the trash can and lifted it up. I'm like, look, look after, right here. After he finishes the sandwich, all of a sudden, then I hear it. And I, I look at he's, he's drinking some fucking fruit punch that was in the garbage can. Ooh, they put extra sugar in that Waffle House. It was so gross, man. It was delicious. I don't regret anything. Rowdy was so fucking high. He ordered two chocolate chip pecan waffles, two full breakfast platters, two chocolate milks, like two orange juices. He looked like a fucking baby with all his food in front of him. I kept telling everyone that Miguel had cancer, and this is his Make-A-Wish Foundation to meet Wu-Tang and Nas and Buster Rhymes. And I, I had My job was done. I, 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 I accompanied my, my bros to a wonderful, fantastic trip. Thank you, Roger. Thank you, Master Killer. Thank you to Wu-Tang. Thank you to Nas, Busta Rhyme, everybody. Uh, all the wonderful people that we met in the crowd. Uh, it was a good time. And uh, That's I, the I w- second concert you went to almost in a month because the month before that, you went and saw Romstein in Philly. And, that, and you've been talking about going to see Romstein forever. I, I saw it. them 12 years ago in Orlando, Florida, and I've paid to go to two concerts my entire life. The first concert I ever paid to go to see was the Red Hot Chili Peppers. And I paid 100 bucks, and I was ground floor GA, like in the mosh pit right in the front. Like basically just go, you can go hug the rail, fight it out, or you can just kind of hang back 30, 40 feet. But the other show was Rammstein 12 years ago. And I remember seeing the announcement they were coming to America, and I'm being like, oh, fuck. I think I forgot to like put it on my calendar, and it kind of slipped past my mind. And as I was watching, uh, someone someone sent me a video, and they're like, "Oh my God, pray for Ukraine!" And it was like this industrial building, like just blowing up, like flames everywhere. And I'm like, "What the fuck is this?" And I started looking through. The, it was on TikTok, which I hate. And I I looked through the fucking comments, and it's like that's a Rammstein show. I was like, I started laughing. And I'm like, "Oh my God." That's right. They had to cancel their COVID, uh, the tour during COVID. So they rebooked it, and there's only like five dates. And it was random-ass towns. There was like a Philly, a New Jersey, a Chicago, and like two L.A. shows. Only like, like five shows. So what did I do? I said, I must go see Rammstein. They haven't been to America in 12 years. And before that, I think they had came... 
to the family values family values tour and i think there was like 98 or 99 or something uh, it was it was i don't know correct me if i'm wrong it was like marilyn manson limp biscuit and and if you ever seen Rammstein, they're this german band and they don't speak much english and they put on and i'm looking dead into the camera right here as i tell you this i've seen seen the rolling stones live i've seen acdc i've seen i've seen everybody nobody puts on a better live performance than Rammstein. nobody I put my fucking my little last dick on that. You go watch a Rammstein show, you will be amazed. You won't understand anything they're fucking saying unless you're German, and you you may know a couple of their hits, but you will be blown away by the production value. It's it, it takes seven days and four hundred people to set up their stage. How do you think they make a profit? I mean, is it just because it, it, so many people are there and everything? It's, it's, it's a huge sold out. Like there's I would like 50 plus thousand, I don't know, like everyone's paying probably around 100 bucks a ticket. And I know the merch line was fucking like at least at least like a quarter mile long. It was long as fuck. And every motherfucker, the mentality of it was is like by the time I finally get there, I'll take whatever. I'll buy the cardboard box. The the overpriced shitty shirt yeah. came in, and then I was lucky. Poop boy slid up to the front and like paid someone like a hundred bucks or something, and he started buying all our shit. I was like, I'll take anything. The fattest shirt they got, and you could see some people getting a little salty. Because there was definitely a line behind us. It's always hard when you're like jumping a line and you're like, we're we're we're, we're at the point where. If two people are salty, we're cool. But if 20 people start getting salty, oh, we're in the middle of a riot. There was hundreds of people. Yeah. And the show's been over for 20, 30 minutes, and there's still hundreds of people there. And I'm like, oh, my God. These motherfuckers are going to – and I've seen it because the, the time I went, I waited in line for 45 fucking minutes to buy a $60 T-shirt that was thin as toilet paper. And – it wasn't even the shirt I wanted. I was like, oh, give me that one over there. I'm sorry, we're on. All right, give me anything you got. The shirt you got now, does it fit? I haven't tried. Okay. Because not only did I get one, <laughs> not only get two, but I got three. I got a bag. I got a poster. Ooh. All this shit. Poop Boy and, and uh, uh, Chris, was it you? Oh, buying uh, you, Aaron, and other people were buying. There was bootleg shirts yeah. in the parking lot. And it's like what's, all these, these street kids. Like, yo, what motherfucker? Y'all want this Rammstein? What's Bombstein? Yeah, he, he looks like an R. <laughs> I'm like looking at him like, oh, it looks, like, looks, looks legit to me. Five what? bucks. Shit, it was 90 inside. You fucking know there, shit. You know, there's some dumbass who didn't know. He's like, fuck. I've got Einstein shirts. I didn't pay attention. Yeah, bro. Like, I don't know who's selling them the fucking the, the jail screens fucking from overseas. These motherfuckers are out hustling. And I don't know if they travel or just every city's like, all right, let's go sell these. These street motherfuckers are selling these shirts in the parking lot for nothing, damn near five, ten bucks. And the later as it gets, the the cheaper the shirt gets. Yeah, because they're like, oh shit, they're they're thinning out. And then you're like, damn, I just like if you didn't get nothing, you regret it. But then because this is the thing that. I may never see them again live, and I don't fucking fly across the country to go see yeah. fucking bands. But not only did I go, I convinced Chris, Aaron, Aaron fucking Adam, 
fucking uh, Todd. Todd's like, I don't even like fucking Rappelstein, but I guess I'll go. You guys stayed at Todd's house. And Todd, if you're listening. Todd picked us up from the airport. Your house was like a western fucking ranch. When I was watching the snaps, I was like, (laughs) does Todd live in fucking Yellowstone? Like, what the fuck? He he had he gave me his own his his very bed. Yeah, that's because Todd wants to smell it after you're done sleeping in it. <laughs> Listen, it it was the most comfortable situation. I hadn't slept because I don't ever sleep early in the morning. And uh, who else? You don't ever sleep before a fight uh, anyway. Poop, a uh, dink. There's a whole fucking crew of us. I think it, by the end, who I know I'm missing someone else. It was poop, dink, Chris, Aaron, Todd, Adam, you. Um, I feel like I'm missing. I know some members bought tickets, and we. I was very like communicative on the on the secret snap. I said, "Hey, meet me in the parking lot. We're gonna be right here." And motherfuckers were showing up, and we were getting drunk as fuck. Chris, did you get drunk? Oh yeah. Oh, this guy was fucking wasted. He was dancing around. This motherfucker was in the mosh pit, slam dancing and shit. I'm like, oh god. Him and Aaron, Aaron's like, yeah. It was so and and and. Chris had obviously heard of them, but wasn't like super up to par on like their shit. But I played enough goddamn videos for the week before that everyone like knew and felt, and it was exciting, man. Nobody puts on a better fucking show than Romstein. If you don't believe me, just go on YouTube, type in Romstein Live. It's fucking ridiculous. Chris, you, you had a great time at the show. Yeah, it was incredible. Not only did we do that, but as soon as we landed, Todd picked us up and poop, and literally escorted us around all around philadelphia that's cool yeah and went everywhere you guys knocked out everything rocky steps done liberty bell seen there done that independence hall there i was standing in the very fucking spot that joe biden gave a fucking speech yeah the next day yeah yeah 18 hours later i was standing in the very spot and i was like oh my god if i only knew i would have climbed up that tree and just waited secret service would have shot man or just shit it everywhere on live television yeah it was fucking great uh, Liberty Bell, not so impressive. It's a Independence bell. Hall, pretty cool. Uh, very, uh, very well protected, and uh, it, it was cool to see uh, the the birthplace of where these important documents yeah. were signed and brought in. What is what we call today the United States Constitution? Yeah, and it was a, it was. I felt like I felt I feel ten percent more American now going there, and uh, I didn't get robbed or killed. But uh, speaking of killed, we did see a lot of dead babies in this fucking museum called more the Mudder. More dead babies than on your floor? Oh, yeah, way more. It was, it was so uncomfortable. that we went to these, the Mudder Museum? We went to the Mudder Museum, and uh, we were walking around, and right after we were, hey, you can't film in here. I'm like, oh, what the fuck did I come yeah. here for? You know, I'm here to fucking you, entertain the kids at these home. these babies are going to sue? Yeah. And... Uh, of course, you know, I'm fucking, I'm a little sleep deprived. Yeah. I'm fucking hot and horny for Rammstein. And it's like, we land there eight in the morning straight to fucking tourist destinations. Like Todd's got some random like uh, dude sleeping in his truck. I guess he got in a fight with his wife and he lives, he lives in the hood, but it's like near a college. There's like a wait, college. Todd, wait, Todd picked you up with a random dude to sleep in his truck? No, when we pulled into his driveway, there was like some random brother in, in his truck sleeping. And I was like, where are we? I know we're in the city. A Philly, and you know, you're like, like we're in Jeffrey Dahmer's neighborhood. And your dick was like ready to roll. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was like, yo, okay, cool. We get to shower, charge my phone. You know, we're there. We're there for a good time, not a long time. We're rolling out the next day. Aaron showed up like right before the concert, and then left right after. Right? Yeah, it was, it was crazy. It, I was like, what the fuck are you doing? 
And uh, Dink, he like disappeared. Poof. I thought we were going to drive two hours north to go to some fucking waterfall I was hot and horny for. Nope. And then I was like, all right. And then we just, me and Chris just walked back to the, into the distance, back to Florida. What's that? Oh my God. As we're in the TSA, everyone knows the TSA are cocksuckers. Not all of them. Some of them, a lot of them follow me, but uh, the ones who follow me aren't cocksuckers. But this one fucking bitch, uh, she had braids and she definitely was from Philly, had the fucking attitude. And it was a whole nice line. She starts basically yelling at everybody, like five people in front of me and Chris. And I'm just like, and we all have this. Like, oh, I better be nice. It's the TSA. They could ruin my life. They could plant that dope in my suitcase. I'm done. So I'm like, all right, do, 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 This bitch, I had never been more fucking offended and appalled. And I know everyone else was feeling the same thing, like looking around like, what the fuck is this bitch's problem? I literally was like, oh, you fucking cunt. I was just looking at her. And you know when you, when you know you don't have a leg to stand on, you're just like killing them with kindness. Like, yes, ma'am. Yeah. Like, just smile. And it was like they were more mad that everyone was still being nice to her. I. It's like one of those movies where it's like in the super racist South back in the day, and like and like the sheriff's like, "What are y'all boys doing?" And you just got to be like. fucking dude's biting his tongue because he's like I'm just minding my fucking business there was definitely like vibes like what are you fucking cracker motherfuckers but there was like other other black women standing next to us she was being rude to everybody so we didn't know what if it I don't know if she just you know she's a mean ass person I don't know what what the fuck uh, who shit in her her coffee but it was Chris like it was so bad that Chris remembered it right now and it it was I told you I told told y'all to put this in the basket Y'all think I'm playing. And I was like, what the fuck? Am I being punked or something? Was this bitch asking Kushu with a fucking goddamn wig on? Like, what the fuck's going on? Because I was like, oh, shit, bitch. I just, I just went to Romstein, bitch. I ain't fucking playing. Like, As I, you're like, thank you, ma'am. I was like, <laughs> thank you. Get me through this metal detector. And as soon as I got out, I started talking. So I, as soon as I got through the metal detector, I was like, what the fuck is this bitch's problem? Me and Chris are like stopping people in the, uh, in the overpriced fucking... Uh, food mart area, you know, they try to fucking gouge you as soon as you go through the TSA. Like, oh, here's our $20 chicken sandwich. I was like, yo, did y'all see that bitch back there in the braids? Jesus Christ. Even Chris was like talking to some random people who were like, yo, did y'all see that bitch in TSA? Holy fuck. It was so bad that like, and I'm not one of those Karen type of people, but I was like, I need to fucking report this lady. But I'm like, they're all miserable motherfuckers. What's it gonna do? I could not believe that I was experiencing, and I was like, I'm powerless. I just need to get through this goddamn fucking TSA and get on my way. It was fun, man. Philly, cool. Did the Rocky Steps. We saw a bunch of homeless people. Uh, there was a huge concert being like like erected, like a huge stage. Um, I, I, it was. It was. It was you just, went after and after Philly, you went to Key West, dude. I landed. I came home. I jacked the shit out of my dick. I loved on my pugs. And uh, I fucking I got on a plane and flew to Key West. I went to Key West for the first time. Shout out to Rowdy Rob and 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 his uh, stepdad and his beautiful mother. They let us stay in his place. You went and got lobsters and shit. Oh man, we and were... you took that. You took that basic bitch picture over at the oh, fucking yeah. uh, at the the southernmost point. Oh, hold on. First of all, when I first pulled up, I get there and I go, oh shit, there it is. There's the goddamn southernmost point. 
And I'm like, what the fuck? Jesus Christ, there's like a fucking line 100 yards long. I'm like, oh, hell no. Nah. So I'll get, I'll get you later. I'll get you later. Is it just open at any point? Yeah, it's just... It's so you could come in the middle of the night and just take a picture? Yeah, technically. That's that's the move then, yeah. Yeah, because uh, waiting for an hour and a half was not the move. And the picture doesn't need to be in the daytime. Yeah. It and, doesn't change that it's the most fucking southern point depending on what hour you go. Well, here's, here's, here's what the energy was like. So we're lined up on this sidewalk and... You see people waiting, everyone's being cool and chill, but you can tell something motherfuckers are like, all right, they're taking their time, taking the photos. Yeah. I'm like, all right, come on, don't take this goddamn long. Take a couple snaps and keep it moving, right? Well, as I started getting closer and closer to the line, I see all these fucking foreigners, like from India and China, they're pulling up. They're like, they're not even in line, and no one has the balls to say anything. And they're coming from behind the buoy. They're basically photobombing everybody. And I'm like, hey, motherfucker, hey, y'all better back up. The line's over there, player. I was like getting a little feisty. Like, hey, I'm a, this is my country. Was there, was there that moment, too, where you're like, God damn it, I didn't think about that. No, because I was, uh, yes and no. Because I was like, yeah, that's a great idea. But, like, you could tell everyone was like, what the yeah. fuck? You don't wait in line for a fucking hour and a half to have a whole other family in the background of your fucking photo. Yeah. You want that po- picture perfect you postcard. Go on, you, you get that picture quick, and then you go to Fiverr, and you say, take these motherfuckers out of it. Oh, bro. I was definitely talking like, hey, hey, as a, hey, back up, player. The line's over here. And you could tell they didn't understand anything I was saying. Yeah. I was like. I was trying to sell them some coconut drinks out of the trash. Like, hey, dollar, dollar, dollar. And I was, you know, I was definitely getting a little crazy with it. And and uh, luckily I got my photo and I kept it moving. And uh, we went to see the, the, the Mel Fisher Museum. I saw a bunch of gold. The treasure Hunt Museum and oh shit. Oh, my God. My dick was so hard. When are you going to get back on that tip? Because that's like pig there. racing and listen, then uh, hey, after the hey, Hot listen, Wheel track cars. I'm circling, circling back around, Miguel. Yeah, chase your dreams, player. Chase some dreams. You got a lot of dreams. You gotta get gotta get gotta get accomplished. Key West, my impression. Uh very small, very expensive. Uh definitely like Charleston meets St. Augustine meets like New Orleans. Yeah. Uh very cool. Uh Rob's parents, like we had a beautiful place right there in the water. We went lobster fishing. Uh, Is that where Rob's parents always live, or did they rent that? No, they they came down there. They were in Tennessee, so they're down there now. They got, like, a jet ski business and a beautiful ice cream shop. Uh, We we got, like, just wine and dine. And uh, there there was uh, where we were lobster. Because I never went down, like, in the Keys before ever. Yeah. Uh, We we almost went there right before COVID. I actually lost, like, $1,200 on a fancy hotel. Yeah. Cause we never had to go. We, we were booked for a spring break gig, but this was, I said, all right, Rob invited me and I was like, all right, I'm gonna go. So we showed up and we got there and, uh, Russia, our Russian neighbor was there and Courtney's dumbass was like, oh, I'll just go to Key West too. And I was like, you could have flew there with me if you'd waited. And while I was in Philly, she wanted to go see her grandma down in fucking West Palm beach. So she went down to fucking Key West. I was like, motherfucker, you drove my car all the way to Key West. What the fuck? I was like, all right, whatever. And then her sister's there, and her sister's only eighteen. And I'm like, oh my god! And this this whole town's a yeah. fucking bar town. And uh, Rob's parents were like, yeah, you know, Mike's good, and, and his girlfriend's good, but I don't know who. Yeah, who do you fuck these other people are? So basically, I'm, I'm they're stranded in Key West, and I and I'm like trying to be respectful, but then I'm like, hey, y'all did this to yourselves, and and uh, they didn't want to get a hotel. So I'm like, oh, what the fuck? I, where where do they stay then? Bro, listen, these motherfuckers, they lucky, lucky I put them on game. 
We're out by the pool, and Rob's dad's like, hey, man, see that guy over there, some rich guy. He'd be paying all these bitches to come over his house. He, he wired this girl $20,000. She never showed up. And I was like, what the fuck? I was like, damn, he needed he need to meet Russia. Yeah. And uh, fucking show enough, uh, he comes over, and we went out, We went next door. There's this little uh, beach restaurant. We sat there, and here's this old, like, filthy rich guy who just likes to, like, spoil women, and he's, like, chilling. And he's real nice, real respectful. He's well-spoken. He didn't, you know, I mean, he didn't look like, he didn't give me no Jeffrey Dahmer vibes. My, my dick Your was. dick didn't get hard? My dick was soft, you know, so I, I wasn't feeling, mm. I didn't know what was going on. But uh, he uh, he was like, yeah, y'all can stay with me. And then I'm just like, listen, y'all do what you want to do. And then I'm like, all right, I'm going to go see, you know, fucking Key West and do all the cliche Key West shit, you know, I'm going to fucking ride around and fucking, you know, listen to fucking Jimmy Buffett in my head and shit yeah. and, you know, just go see the sites and all the museums and the cool shit because I'm all into that historical stuff. And uh, I, I guess they, they stayed the night in his apartment. Like, he had, like, a place next door to, to Rob's family and he, like, cooked them breakfast and stuff and all that shit. And I, the first thing I said, hey, I said, like, you didn't pay these bitches any money to hang out at your house, did you? He's like, no. And then you could see, like, she was like, what the fuck? There, there was, it was an awkward moment because it was like, hey, you invite your, your son and his friend and his girlfriend. And then there's yeah. two other people, you know. And I, I felt bad for them, but they're basically like roaming the streets of fucking Key West while we were drunk as fuck. And I'm eating out of trash cans and shit. And, and, and just surprisingly, I didn't know this, but a lot of motherfuckers go down there for like bachelor parties, bachelorette parties. And the streets of Key West, they got internet, man, because they, they knew us. They knew us. I, I fucking... I shook some bunch of motherfuckers' hands, took a bunch of pictures, and had fun. Um, Nikki Bacon has a, a nephew that was with us, and uh, he he's a he's a boat captain, and uh, he he was actually the one that was actually obtaining the lobsters. Rob would find them. I would I would I would swim around like a manatee, like I was trying to you know like, this is cool. Like I'm in the fucking like. Water that's not so deep and crystal clear. I feel like I was in a fucking uh, a cruise line package. I was in the back of the brochure. The fat guy just floating around like this is cool. And I love me some fucking lobster. And they, and I had, I was like, damn, you can just jump in the ocean and eat a fucking lobster. That's crazy. I know you can do that with fish and stuff, but I didn't know all the rules and stuff about lobster. And they were telling me and and uh, it was cool. And I'd never been like free diving before and spear fishing and shit because they were like you know. Like, oh, I want the. It, it felt like I feel like spear fishing is like cheating in the Matrix. It's like, oh, can't catch one. So I'm gonna jump in your goddamn world, bitch, and spear your ass. And it was cool because we pulled up to this one like fancy ass like exotic island, like where a bunch of rich people stay, like a honeymoon little island. And we pull up on this dock where there's like couples having a honeymoon, and uh, Nikki Bacon's nephew and Rob just jump in the fucking jump right in the water under this pylon. And there was like a fucking eight foot fucking uh, a shark in there, and they're like, "Oh, get me out!" And, I was, and then it was cool to be in the Gulf of Mexico, and then drive over to the Atlantic. And we were like kind of far on the land, and it was still only like twelve feet deep. And I was like, "Man, this is cool." And I knew that that was kind of how the layout was, but it was it was beautiful, and 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 uh, we checked out a bunch of the cool bars, went to everything, and uh, have fun, man. It, it was cool. It was a good relaxing time, because. Um, uh, we had, I just came back before that. I got to go on my first SpaceX fucking night launch. I brought my buddy Joy Fatone and my boy Tommy. He, uh, he's the Nook Boys and Post Malone's pilot. And this guy's got fucking 
jets and a fighter jet and all this crazy. He has a tequila company called Audios and all this other shit. And he, he took, he's the one that took me on, on the seaplane and stuff. So I was like, hey, man, you want to come see Rocket Lodge? This motherfucker flew from California to Orlando just to go on his Rocket Lodge, just to fly out the next day. And I was like, cool. He's like, who's going with us? I was like, oh, uh, you ever heard of Joey Fatone? He's like, what the fuck? So, yeah, me, Joey Fatone, and my boy Tommy, uh, we got to go up with Walter. And and I'm telling you, watching a night launch compared to a day launch, that is way more intense. And they let us get closer. We were basically less than a mile. like, And we were above, we were like above the land, like on the shoreline of the Kennedy Space Center and watching this rocket go off. It was fucking amazing. That's dope, man. Super cool. So I would appreciate if y'all put some goddamn astronaut respect on me because I'm, I'm, you know, we're fucking, we're, we're time traveling. We're, we're doing, we're doing a little bit of everything and, and it's a beautiful, fun what, life. What would you tell to any of the people who haven't been to our Halloween party? Because I want to make sure we're reminded about this. And I know, I, I know, so here's the thing. I see Mike looking at his notes, but we have like two hours worth of notes. So I'll do this. I will give you another podcast this week. Oh, Miguel, you, give, you are a gracious king. Because I don't want us to not go through some of this stuff. There's a lot of stuff to talk about. Yeah. And, but uh, what would you tell the people who haven't been to a Halloween party? Why do they have to come? Like, honestly, and, and, and why, why is this the party that we put so much in every year? It's, um, it was the first real party we ever had at Sausage Castle. And, uh, and you've it, never missed it, one. You've never missed a Halloween never. party. And it kind of sucks because I, I was invited to the Playboy Mansion twice. And I'm just like, fuck, I can't just abandon what I got going on. And it was, it was one of the first parties that I threw. And this is before social media, folks. So you got to like pretend that people just talked about things on the street. You didn't like, yeah, you know, maybe on AOL Instant Messenger or some shit. I was, hey, man, party in my house. But I was like, I wasn't texting people either. I was calling them or talking to them in person, like, you know, the old ways. Passing out fucking large, full-size fucking flyers, like a full sheet front and back. And I just put the most into it. And, Halloween, and Halloween's always mattered to you, though, hasn't it? Yeah, because it's, uh, it's, a, it's a fun time that... And I'm not like some super gothic kid that like fucking... Like, no, it's just fun. Everyone dresses up. And I, I love I, that about Halloween, man. You get to be... Things you want to be the way you want to be them for a moment. It's well, fun. It, it's it's kind of like I'm in my own little fucking fantasy world. And there's that one time of the year that all these regular motherfuckers will just say, hey, you know what? I'm going to dress up and be like an asshole just like you. And then it's you see people like they kind of uh, they kind of morph into things sometimes. Like even even the slut shaming stuck up bitches like, yeah, fuck it. I spent a hundred fifty dollars on this costume. I better get fucked tonight. Like I've heard girls say that. <laughs> oh, the magic! <laughs> no, it, it's magic. And like I said, it's like prom. Even the fat girls look good. You've been to prom, and there's that one girl that you know that wasn't that desirable. But then you're like, damn, she she kind of cleaned up. And you see some hot girl in some little fucking kitty cat suit or fireman. <laughs> it's back to the kitty cats. It's always the kitty cats. And it's a it's a fucking. I don't know, man. It's 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 a part. I don't know if it's part of like the role playing, the fantasy. Because I mean, if I had told you you could fuck a regular chick that just looks regular, that you know just came back from an office job, or if you could fuck a naughty nurse, or a fucking, 
or a schoolgirl fucking kitty cat. <laughs> a kitty. Like, yo, it's like, yo, who do I want to fuck? Do I want to fuck the firefighter girl or the nurse? There's a the girl Dracula over there. Holy <laughs> shit. That's what we're going to do. That's what we're going to do the next hold day. Up, hold up, though. Hold up. I love how you're like, I can fuck a firefighter, a nurse, girl Dracula. <laughs> it's like the next day we're like, yo, did one of y'all fuck that pumpkin, bro? She was looking good. And it's weird because it feels like the ugly girls do dress up in the unflattering costume sometimes. Like, why the fuck would you be a crayon? Ain't no, <laughs> ain't no one's like, yo, I'm going to go fuck Remember that crayon. You got mad at our friend Emily because she dressed like an alien one year. She put, a, she glued an eyeball in the middle of her head. It was a cool alien costume. And I was like, ugh, boner. I was like, ugh, bitch. I, don't even, I ain't even trying to fuck you now. Like, I was like, ugh. <laughs> like, I was like, you, I was like the congratulations. Gold standard, the gold standard of every girl coming to the Halloween party is... Would Mike fuck you? <laughs> well, no. It's like if she would have glued on a third titty like some Total Recall shit, I would have been into it. But the eyeball on the forehead is some Cyclops shit. Nah, it killed my boner. I, it's I not like a serial killer. That'll get you fucking rock hard. Yeah, I mean, man, I hope I don't fuck a girl that looks like Jeffrey Dahmer. You know someone's going to dress up like Jeffrey Dahmer and someone's going to fuck him. <laughs> God, I hope not. But uh, who knows? But yeah, man, Halloween, man. It's the first time, our first party we ever threw. And actually... We, we ever threw it at Sausage Castle that got the whole fucking town talking. Yeah. They're like, bro. They didn't know who I was or they didn't, they didn't some of them didn't necessarily know what the Sausage Castle was, but I definitely stamped it on their fucking hand because I, there's this stamp store right there in OBT where we were yeah. today by the Florida Mall. There used to be a stamp store and you could send them an image and you could, they'll fucking make it into a mold. And I, that's how, before we had wristbands, we would stamp and it said the Sausage Castle. And it was like a, Really, it looked like some fucking Final Fantasy castle, and it had the word Sausage Castle. And we stand on motherfuckers' hands, and and this is you know disposable camera days. Yeah. Or if you had a digital camera, no one was like taking iPhone photos. It wasn't no iPhones. Yeah, I don't even think I don't even think when you had your first party, uh, a camera had a phone because I feel like it was about no, five no, six years. Yeah, definitely didn't. And I remember uh, opening the door because we had a little podium, like like we were the fucking hostess stand at fucking Olive Garden. And this giant ass motherfucker, I look up and I'm like, oh shit. And uh, he was, yo, come boy. And I was like, yeah, f- fucking 10 bucks, player. And he's like, man, come on. I was like, 10 bucks, player. And this is, I think we were charging guys 10 and girls 5, right? And all my roommates, to this day, I get to fucking tell you, I told you so. Fucking 22 years later and millions of dollars and way more blowjobs than they could ever imagine and so many crazy rock star adventures and many great memories made. They told me, like, no one's going to fucking pay to come in the house. Are you stupid? They laughed at me. Hold up. Finish who it was who you didn't let in. Goddamn, Mike. I am. Get back to it, <laughs> goddamn it. You were not. Yes, I am. They said, they ain't going to pay to come in your fucking house. Are you stupid? And I was like, motherfucker. If they don't, fuck them. And I looked up and it was a 610... Giant black man that we know now who is Amari Stoudemire. He was the rookie of the year. He got drafted straight from high school. But he was playing high school ball at the time? Uh, yeah. And I, we, after that night, uh, we I befriended him, him and some of his teammates. And we, uh, we used to play ball at Cypress Creek. And he'd come over. And I was kind of like a... Uh, a fucking big brother type of vibe but and i uh got to hang out with him in many many intimate situations come over and play blackjack drink smirt off ice and smoke weed and 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 then at the time if you don't know who nba players are this guy was like the biggest star yeah. in the game at the time you know like and uh it was crazy and that's what 
really, really set it off. And there was a couple other parties after that, like drunk people in costumes, like four and five. Like there was one party I literally like begged the cops to help take over because I couldn't, like we couldn't help it. Dan Bilzerian came to that party. Uh, he uh, he came to my party and the instructions on this map it was like it was like a fucking treasure hunt. It was a full sheet of paper. And it said, meet at the fucking, we had the guy who was running for mayor of Castleberry Park. We paid him a hundred bucks and gave him a tiki torch. And he put it at this country club that was, it's on Queensmere Boulevard, Queensmere Circle. We lived on this lake and there was like a mile or two away, there was a country club and you had to get picked up from the hearse that me and Art had pre-recorded on a VCR tape. And there was a TV with an inverter plugged in on the back of a hearse. And our roommate, Bato, dressed up like this fucking Grim Reaper fucking t- uh, taxi driver. And as people got in, they got in this shitty-ass mattress I found behind of a Publix dumpster. And they climbed in. And Dan Bilzerian, no one knows who Dan Bilzerian is at this time. I don't know who the fuck he is. He's my, my buddy who's now in the CIA. Is, is his roommate. They're in college together. And... He's dressed up as uh, Santa Claus, like like a butt naked, like thong, like man Santa, and I don't even remember seeing him. I didn't even know he was there until like many years later, when I reconnected with my buddy in Colombia. He's like, "Oh, you remember? You remember Diamond Giant? I brought him to your house." I was like, "What?" I was like, no way. Why does man sound like short round from fucking Indiana Jones? Yeah, because he is. He, he doesn't. Is. Look at Jeff's face. Jeff, does man sound like short round? Yeah, no. He, I call, he, he called me today. He doesn't sound like, he doesn't, he heard hey, his Michael, voice. Michael Buser. Ha, that was very enough. He doesn't oh, sound okay, like that. Well, that's a little That's a little too much. That was how you would just Bring it back. Accent. Bring it back. Do Dan Blazerian's accent. Or do, or, sorry, do man's accent right now. Oh, how are you doing? That's not it. All right, whatever. <laughs> so... They get picked up in this hearse. They watch this instructional video like you're going on a Disney line. Like, hey, welcome to Sausage Castle. A few little rules for you guys. So people are like, yo, this is a house party. We're getting picked up at a, in a hearse, you know? And then we're getting driven to a, a shady canal under a bridge. And there's a dude dressed up as Grim Reaper. Like, and I, like, 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 like you're in Italy in the little yeah. gondola. Gondola boat. Little gondola boat. And he's taking his icicle because the, the lake was so shallow. We weren't going to have. I remember him bitching like. Man, I'm gonna be fucking. You gonna be rowing all these motherfuckers to the house? And we had this shitty ass dock. We made of pallets, and it was like, let's just be honest. The couple motherfuckers definitely went in the water because we didn't want no one to know where the house was because we had we had just been evicted a couple other times. And we didn't want shit to get out in the street. And this is before social media. Now you could end. You could crack the case right then and there with one little fucking geotag or photo. No, not back in the days. And this neighborhood was a very nice neighborhood because, you know, it's like 10 dudes living in a fucking house throwing yeah. their rent in. You can get a nice little spot. You, you, you put a couple of uh, a little, little fictitious stories and some alibis on those resumes and those credit references and shit. You can get a nice little place. Uh, and it was like out of one of those 80s movies when like the, there's this crazy like animal house party, weird science type of shit. And I remember being like, oh, my God, we've lost control. And they were, people were showing up, and we were like, we were like, yo, we can't do this. We, we didn't care for the money. We were like, yo, we need the money. But fucking, we're done. We're at, there's hundreds of people in our front yard, and we're in this, like, nice neighborhood. And what happened was people were still showing up to the country club, 
And the hearse is like, we're like, shut it down. Shut, send in the Grim Reaper. Shut them down. Tell them to park the boat. You know? And all these people are partying in my house. And I got footage of all this. And uh, Art, he uh, definitely was partying and having a good time. And I remember it's the, the living room being flooded because, like, I guess someone knocked over, like, the keg, like, bucket. So there was ice water. And there was, like, electrical cords, like, speakers and shit. I'm like, oh, my God. And it's, it, it literally felt like a sauna in the house because it was, it, was, it, was, it was probably, like, inside the house, I want to say, like, probably 300 and some odd people and another, like, 1,000 in the front yard. And, and, and the whole fucking neighborhood you ever be like at a scene of a crime and then you it's your fault but then you're looking around and they're all looking but they don't <laughs> yeah, know they don't know it's you yeah they don't know it's you and i'm fucking like I, it's probably like one of the first few times i had like a panic attack i was like oh god oh god i'm going to jail i'm fucked i'm fucked and people were still showing up and they couldn't they didn't they didn't we had the little fucking hearse on yeah. the fucking the the map and shit and you had the grim reaper fucking boat and instructions where to go and all this shit and uh People were like, fuck this. I just drove all the way out here. I'm going to find this fucking house. So it was like the night of the living crackhead zombies. There was like fucking hot fucking porn star bitches walking around like cats and shit. There's neighbors coming out wiping cats their again, eyes. Huh? Cats again, oh, yeah. yeah, there was always a cat at a Halloween party. You'll see one coming up this time. Watch. Bet money on it. There's motherfuckers' neighbors coming out looking like, what the fuck's going on? And there's just thousands of fucking people walking from the country club to trying to find our house and you can hear people like yeah uh if you go down this road you're gonna see a bridge that's where we went in the grim reaper gondola and i think it's to the left of it and you could hear them and they don't know who the fuck i am and i can see them literally roaming the neighborhood and my neighbors coming out like what the fuck and i'm just like oh god and then at this point there's probably like eight cop cars on the front and I remember our, our buddy uh, that lived with us, AJ, the one that had the dog Harley that mm-hmm. died by the alligator. And um, he had a pickup truck. And I was like, everyone just jump in. And and I had you a You guys girl- left your house? Bro, we, we were – no, we were trying to shuttle people oh. back to the Funka Country Club. And I was telling the cops, please, it got, it got too crazy. Uh, I'm sorry. Please just – and then you could tell that they respected my honesty, but you could tell they still wanted to arrest me. But then they were definitely fucking excited because there was a bunch of hot bitches there. And uh, they were like, what the fuck? It was like some Project X shit that yeah. would, you know, yeah. eventually you would hear about a movie that probably pretty much ripped off my whole goddamn life. And uh, I remember seeing Art wearing these Daisy Duke baby blue, red, white, and blue basketball shorts from like the 70s. And it said Southside on it. And he had the long fucking brown fucking uh blow hair and he had like a fucking bag of coke on him and he is jogging i'm 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 basically fema rescuing party people to jump in the back of this little black s10 pickup truck and trying to get them down back to the country club the park to get out of here because the basically the cops are like what the fuck they, they didn't even try to go in the house they couldn't they couldn't even get like into my like my driveway area and i remember just like come on just drive drive and i'm trying to keep drunk motherfuckers from falling out we're doing probably like 15 miles an hour and i look to the left and i see heavy c and art look like like basically everyone who lived in the sausage castle abandoned ship 
Everyone left the house because we had lost control. And that was like the one party that like, and like I said, remember, this is before social media. People talked about this thing for years and years. And there's someone's probably listening to this podcast like, I was there. And it just became like kind of like a local folklore and people talked about it. And then then they're like, you're going to do it again? I'm like, yeah. And I, with me naming it Drunk People in Costumes, that's, that was a name from the get-go. I had the very first flyer. I made it on Microsoft Paint, right? People remembered that name. Like, oh, yeah, exactly what it's going to be. It's going to be Drunk People in Costumes. And here we are, weeks away from 23. October 28th, 29th, and 30th. And all you have to do is sign into MikeBusey.com, become a member, and you're invited to Drunk People in Costumes. After you become a member, just RSVP. Yep. Tell your friends. Better bring a costume. You have to wear a costume, guys. It's Drunk People in Costumes, not Drunk People in My House. You have to wear a During costume. During the day... We don't really care, but if you and want that's to be- a, oh, that's something to bring up too. It's an all day thing, three days. Yeah, this, so party this isn't night, like a normal party. Yeah, this- daytime activities all day long. It's like a summer camp, and then a huge house party every night, the twenty eighth, 29th, and thirtieth. All you got to do is go to mikebusey.com, sign up, become a member. You're automatically invited to that party, and as long as you're a member, you're invited to all of our parties. And there's benefits to staying a member for a while because there's different tiers and levels that get you different things. So go to mikebusey.com. Sign up, become a member, and come out to our 23rd Halloween party, Drunk People in Costumes, October 28th, 29th, and 30th, and then stay a member and come out to the Veterans Blowjob Party, come out to the uh, the Christmas Party, come out to the New Year's Party, all the events we have at Oasis. We're going rock hard, Willie, all the way into 2023. That's it, guys. So all you got to do, remember, is go to MikeBusey.com. You can, you can literally go from the Acast. Uh, you can go straight from wherever you're listening to. If you're listening to this on Apple or if you're listening to this on iTunes, you can click on it, sign up, you become a member, and you've now got an exclusive invite to the biggest Halloween party in Florida Besides that, let's say you can't come, but you want to see how wild shit gets. Guess what? By becoming a member, you can watch the live content at the party. You can watch all the archive content. You can be a part of everything you can't be at until you can finally come and check it out. Do you got any uh, shows, anything coming up? Not anything. I kept October clean. Because this is, this is the month, man. We got to put yeah, balls to the wall. If anybody wants to come volunteer their help, Jeff, yeah. uh, anyone else. Um, yeah. Yeah, we need you. We need, uh, we, need, we, need, we need people who can pressure wash, paint, suck and fuck, fucking build a fucking scare trail. We need we need people. We don't give a fuck if you're retarded. If you, we don't care if you even have two of your legs. Like if you're in a wheelchair and you got two goddamn, even if you have half your fucking abdomen, we'll fucking you. We'll put we'll put you in a hole and you just scream. We'll throw fucking biscotti noodles on you and cover you in blood and you scare people and shit and grab people's dicks in the woods. It'll be great. Uh, I'll be at the Smashing Pumpkins show. On Friday in Tampa, Florida with Brian Idol and Mr. Billy Corrigan. Ooh, that's going to be fun. It'll be our second time meeting. This is when I get to jack them off. And then October 16th, we will be at Oasis for our final appearance for the year. I can't believe it. You're telling me this. Yeah. And I'm like, really? Are we yeah. really? An October pool party. October pool party. October at Oasis. Uh, it's going to be our last pool party of the year. It's going to be dope. And then, check it out. It's a ways away. But just to let you know, November 19th. We're going to be a Coyote Ugly over in Daytona Oh, you're uh, just Daytona dropping Beach. all the gems on them. Yeah, letting them know, man. That's the reason to Daytona, come. we're coming for you. And Coyote Ugly. And if you're a member, come hang out. Remember, just go to MikeBusey.com, sign up, or click on the link from ACAS. And before we go, I want to dedicate this episode to a member of ours who passed away, our homeboy Terrell. He, if, if you've ever come to any of our events and hung out, you knew Terrell. And I want to go on record. 
habitual line crosser, uh-huh. cock blocking king, and still my fucking homeboy who I loved. Your homeboy. We love you, as well. Terrell, and uh, thank you so much for being a part of this brand. Terrell, you were amazing. You're always going to be a part of this, man. Uh, thank you so much. And it was, Halloween was one of his favorite ones because he he would tell me fucking months ahead. What, oh, what he was going to be? Yeah, and I was th- like, all right, all right, cool, man. You're going to be fucking goddamn all right, cool. I right, just. You know, he was always buying his bottles of Hennessy and, yeah. and all kinds of stuff, man. This is, hey, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you guys a quick how Terrell's story would be. Terrell, this is why I, I will miss you. I will love you, Terrell. Terrell would do something that you told him not to do and then try to sell you on the fact that I, he, he'd park, so he'd park his motorcycle and have his crew park his motorcycles in front of the house. And I'd be like, Terrell, you got to move the motorcycle. He'd be like, man, you know how Mike loves when I park my bike up here. And then he'd come to Mike and be like, hey, Mike, I think Miguel's cool if I park my bike over here. I loved you, Terrell. Loved you, man. You, you uh, unlike many people that come over here, if I ever needed you for something, you'd be down in the dirt with me. You helped me build many things around here. And also, if you guys, if you were a new member, Terrell was that dude who tons of times we would send to be like, hey, Terrell, this dude's new. And then he would take you around and show you everything. He would, he loved man. being a part of it so much. He, he, he was a good soul, a good person. And uh, wherever you are, if there is a life after this, hopefully uh, hopefully, uh, send, me a, send me a sign, a bottle of Hennessy, Falls from the sky or some shit. Hopefully or, you're in the afterlife, annoying the hell out of whoever runs it, telling them, nah, God, let me tell I know Jesus said it's cool. Oh, yeah. But I love you, Terrell. We all love you, and we love the rest of you listeners, man. Thank you so much. Thank you all so much, and uh, we love you. We'll see you at Halloween. We'll see you Halloween. Drunk and we're gonna, and Miguel committed to another episode this week. Yeah, we'll week. do another episode this week, man. Tomorrow? Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. All, right. all right. All right. Hey, Steven, you got this shit uploaded yet? <laughs>